Blog Talk Radio. Michigan Rutgers up 45-42-35 in the second overtime in a game that should have ended. Uh, Michigan on the first drive of overtime missed a, I wouldn't call it a chip shot field goal, but it was, should have, it's a kick, it's a kick that should be made. Rutgers lost a couple yards, their kicker missed. And now in the second overtime, both teams have traded touchdowns. Michigan, extra point to come. Tarpa, dumb enough to go for two. Uh, But we are here for you for the next couple hours. We'll talk some college football. We'll talk some NFL football. We've got some other stuff that we can get into with some of the guys who haven't been here this week. Um, So we have all that. And they're tied at 42 going to the third overtime. All right. So, uh, as we wait for Brian to join us, who should be joining us momentarily, um, there is NFL news that is coming out. Um, and we'll update you as it comes out. Um, Schefter tweet, uh, Teddy Bridgewater wants to play – Sunday against the Lions, plans to test his knee pregame to see if he can. Um, if Teddy doesn't go, it would be P.J. Walker, the expected starter. Tomorrow night, uh, tomorrow against the Lions, 
for the Panthers. So you have that. Um, you also have UFC on. We'll keep you updated <coughs> on that. Um, some good fights there tonight. Um, college football today has been, I think we learned something today about the Indiana Hoosiers. Um, and what we learned is, is that they're a team that doesn't quit. They, uh, play Ohio state. They go down at one point, they were down 21 points and, and made a game, made it close. Unfortunately, Ohio State just more talent. They pull away at the end. Um, Michigan with the first drive of the third overtime. Which now at the end of this, don't forget in college, you have to go for two in the third and fourth innings of overtime from the fifth. It's one play. It's a two-point conversion, which I kind of like because it's not going to go on forever and ever be like John Jacob Hyde. Um, so we have all that going on. We have uh, plenty of things to talk about. Um, we'll wait for the good voice to show. We'll uh, throw some tones up here for you. Here's a song that I, I've been listening to a lot lately. It's by Kenny Chesney. It's Better Boat. Seriously? Um, what's up, Brian? What's going on? Not much. You can't bed to see everything working for you. Uh, third overtime, Michigan Penn State. Or Michigan Rutgers. Uh, Michigan Penn State? Rutgers had a, oh. <laughs> yeah, well, probably going to go that way too next week. Rutgers had a chance to win it in the first overtime. And, okay. Um, they – it was just a bad sequence of plays. They got a couple yards. They didn't lose any yards. They could it just just went wide left at the wrong at the mm-hmm. last minute. Okay. Um, but they took a loss on. They got they gained two yards. Took a loss on second. They gained three yards on first down. Lost three mm-hmm. on second down. And then mm-hmm. to center the ball, lost another three yards. Oh, she was. And then the first play of the second overtime. Mm-hmm. They scored a touchdown. It, it was like, well, why didn't you run this a play ago? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, these are college guys, you know. <laughs> it's just. No, it's true. I mean, you know, this is a play after Michigan. Um, you know, this is after Michigan misses the field goal uh, in the first stanza. Which has, so, look at it. Yeah. yeah. I think I think we could say this pretty safely. Tonight might be the night we look back and say, this is the absolute end of Mr. Jim Harbaugh when it comes to anything prominent in any in, in yeah. discussion whatsoever. I, you know, it's funny, Brian. I, I've been hearing it like I've been hearing it all day. That's the problem. <laughs> like all day you've been hearing like I, I, I was joking around with a buddy of mine. I'm listening to you. Can you hear me? I'm listening to you. Can you hear me? 
George? George? I may have to call back. I may have to call back. Right, you got me? Funny. All right, now you got me. There we go. All right, that was strange. That was okay. so. So I was saying, I don't know if you heard it, but like Herb Street, who knows more about college football than anybody mm-hmm. today? Oh come on! Pick Michigan play by play to lose the Rutgers. Go ahead. Uh, Michigan just got themselves a pass interference call in the end zone on third and 18, which... Wait, are they on defense or they're on offense? They're on offense. Oh, man. Which I'm not going to lie to you. This officiating crew has done... And look, I'm not saying this is a homer hunk for Rutgers. This officiating crew has done everything in its power to keep Michigan in this game. Like, Michigan... I'm not surprised. uh, Michigan's wide receivers fighting is hand-fighting the Rutgers player. Their feet get tangled. Mm-hmm. And then it's, oh, here, here's a penalty on third and 18. But, like, they have done hmm. everything. Like, Michigan scored a touchdown before. And, look, it, it, they scored a touchdown, and there's a blatant pick and no call. It's like, I get your Rutgers. I get you don't get those calls. Michigan does. But I'll tell you, Michigan, wow. you know, Rutgers had two drives early in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. And each one, you know, or in the second and the third, each one they just threw, they could have, you know, gotten first downs, kept drives moving. And three straight plays they threw fade patterns. Fade patterns don't work anymore. Unless you're playing to yeah. the pass interference call, which your Rutgers you don't get. Fade patterns only work with specific receivers and or specific like Rob Gronkowski type ends. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like, like yeah, you gotta have a guy who's six weird. foot six and physical. Yeah, exactly. But here it is, third and Second. goal for Michigan. Like Rutgers defense. I'll tell you right now. What you were saying before about Harbaugh, I think at this point mm-hmm. you're sitting there going, the chop is back in Piscataway. I really think well, it's that simple. I, I think I, – I look at it this way. We talked about this before with, with Harbaugh. If you are a Big Ten football fan, right, so you're a Penn State fan, you're a Michigan fan, or a Rutgers fan, who you who feels better about the future right now, as of like today? Well – yeah, I mean, listen, I still think Penn State's an anomaly. I mean, it just is what it is. I'm not that worried about it. I don't – I'm not. You know what? I, I'm more worried about it than anything else. I really am because, like, look, Franklin has only won when – only really won when he had Saquon Barkley, when he had Tracy Sorley. Like, yeah, he's a great recruiter. These teams don't get better. It's like since Joe Moorhead left, that offense is terrible. Yeah, what happened to this hotshot coordinator we got from Minnesota or something like that? Yeah, well, <laughs> go get Joe Moorhead back. Yeah. 
Like Joe Moorhead. I mean, legitimate. Hey, look, Franklin's a great recruiter. I don't think mm-hmm. he's a good coach. But, you know, the thing, the first thing I see with this team, I mean, they don't run block. You know, like they don't have, like, what is their identity on offense? Who All are right. they? Third and goal, Michigan runs a delayed quarterback draw. The Rutgers mm-hmm. defensive line stands him up and drops him on his ass. Doesn't score. Fourth okay. and goal. Do you kick a field goal here? What's the score? It's, t- it's fourth down in the third overtime. Yeah, he kicked the three. It's 42-42. Kick the three. Jim Harbaugh going for it. Wow. And Greg just called the timeout. Shiano just ran a 40-yard dash to call a timeout. Fuck, I love this guy. In a mask that he's trying <laughs> to, like, suck wind through. <laughs> yeah. You know, back in the day, those quarterbacks doing it. Look, Michigan's kickers missed three kicks tonight. Don't you mm-hmm. give him a chance to hit the third one? Like, hit a fourth one? I, I mean, he's mm-hmm. kicking a glorified extra point. He's hit those. Yeah, but still, there's something going on there. I mean, if if he's missed three. And this is the kid that Harbaugh slept on his floor to recruit in. Because here's the thing. You still have to go for two. So you're going to run your best two-point. You've now run your best two-point play three times because you've been on the fucking two-yard line. And, Penn, and Rutgers so, has stopped you. Okay, so you have to go for two here? Is that what you're saying? If they score if a touchdown, you, you have to go for two. You have to, mandatory. Okay, I see. Yeah. I got somebody really interested in Rutgers football all of a sudden. Who, me? Oh, I was with Derek last night. I, I, I made a comment oh. to Derek that the only game I care about is Penn State Rutgers. Now, all of a sudden, Derek has an infatuation with Rutgers football. Hmm, I wonder why. Guy. I'm gonna tell you. It's a, I honestly, someone said. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm gonna tell you. I, I one, I don't think the kid got in. I think they'll have to review it, but they'll never change it. Two. Okay. I don't think Penn State beats Rutgers. Oh, by the way, Pat Fryermuth out for the season. Oh, jeez, it's over now. Forget it. Do you think that could have been a move by him to save himself for the draft? I, they're saying it's a medical thing. Yeah. Because he didn't play today because of the hamstring. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, it still could the be. The two-point uh, conversion, two-point conversion unsuccessful. Okay. And Rutgers may have intercepted it. This I'm fucking kid looks Brady Quinn. This, this Max Amara came, in, came off the bench and just he's been fucking phenomenal. Yep. This, uh, oh, Rutgers did intercept. Oh, 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 Benjo's had a good game. Wait, you got to. Yeah, 374 wait, yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, the, the only problem was he was down. So, so the ball mm. deflects off an ass 
And if the kid from Rutgers had the foresight to think to, like, flip it up, they score. <laughs> this is, like, insanity. Mm-hmm. It would have been, like, the single greatest play ever to happen this week in New York so, football history. So I, so, so I got a question. So Rutgers gets the ball back now. It's third over. Rutgers gets the ball. They ha- now, if they score a touchdown, they have to go for two, or can they kick the extra point and win it? They have to go for two. Wow. Which I think is stupid. See, can I ask you a question, though? Yeah. No, why can't the, why can't the NFL just adopt something like this? Because you know how all them old too. motherfuckers are. Because, because people <sighs> just think this is stupid. Because, you know what, here's the thing. It comes down to gambling. Like, this is there's yeah, 90 but, points no. scored in this game. This is definitely an over. Well, it's definitely went over a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. You know, and here's the thing: this kid Vedral, um from Penn, from Rutgers, mm-hmm. he has been phenomenal. Yep, same play you called the fucking pass interference on fucking Michigan and Rutgers. What else is new? Rutgers just played, tried a um, throwback pass. Oh boy! I'm literally yeah. This is I kid had it. Uh, he just didn't throw the he didn't throw a good ball. It would have it would have make fucking an OBJ like catch to do it. So it's third and mm. six. You're basically in forty on territory, so it's worth the shot. Yep. And he takes a sack, loses three, oh, fourth and nine. He cannot, cannot take a sack. Oh, it was a bad time to get rid of He lost two yards. Like, he didn't even take a sack. He just was like, oh, fuck it. Down. Mm-hmm. It's almost like. Michigan hasn't gotten called on one defensive penalty yet today. It's almost like you need one right here. Yeah. Fourth and nine in college, that's a dicey proposition. Intercepted in the end zone then the game. So Michigan holds on and wins. Sig the signature win for the Harbaugh program? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Sad but true. Um, You know, here's the sad. You know, you're right. It is sad, but true. But you know, but here's the problem, though. I think that Michigan's going to have. And now we could start the show. Hi, everybody. We're here. Guys here on air. For Denver will join us probably momentarily. Now the Rutgers lost, and he'll be like, "Ah, I see Rutgers lose." Ah. Um, of course he will. Not, He's you know, I almost game. for Rutgers. For Rutgers, I'm almost at the point where I want to play the Lou, the Lou Holtz. you got to believe that I've played for the Giants. The kids that win that want to win that tell them how to win. Yeah, well, listen, he's – Rutgers has kids that don't want to win. They're, this is how bad the culture is. That this game you should have won. Without a doubt, Rutgers should have won this game. Sounds like it. I mean, I didn't watch it the whole thing or anything, but to get a feel for it, but no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Rutgers should have won that game. Like it's just, it, it's it's they should have won it. 
Um, but the, this is where, and this is why Chris Ash got fired last year. Mm-hmm. Rutgers got demolished by Michigan last year. Okay. Chris Ash gets fired on the way home. Like just gets fired on the on the plane home. That kind of reminds me of Lee Kiffin comes, got fired off. Yeah, for the USC yeah. on the on the uh, the tarmac, you know, the air, getting off the plane in LAX. He got, this is before you even could get to the gate. You're fired. <laughs> You're done. Yeah. So, Ash got fired last year because of this game. Mm-hmm. Um, players redshirted last year because of this game. Mm-hmm. You went toe to toe with Michigan, and I know Michigan's bad. I know that yeah, they are. They are. No, listen. Yeah, but, listen. It, it, Rutgers has gone from from being completely anemic to competitive just because of they hired a coach, Seattle. You know, and, and, yeah. and what I mean is, you know, listen, what are the long-term expectations for Rutgers fans, right? So, some are going to get a little bowl too game. out there, I think. Yeah, I think you know, maybe, I, you know. I think I, bowl I would games. Say, remember how, you know how Purdue used to be for a while? Like, you know, a nice, solid, like, eight-win team, you know, maybe win some games, maybe make a little noise in the conference. You know what I mean? That, that, that's about right yeah. for them, I think. You know they're they're not going to be a five star program. It's just not happening, right? They're not going to be Ohio State. They're not going to be Wisconsin. They're not going to be normal Penn State consistently. You know what I mean? They're, they, but could they be Michigan State? Maybe. Right. Yeah. And would that be I, I, I would, would that be such a bad thing though? Would that be such a bad thing? No, it wouldn't. Right. How about well, Michigan State's kind of yeah. Could they be North How about this, Bry? Let, let me throw a school at you. Can you become Penn State? No. I still don't yes. think so. Because right now, Penn State is Michigan State. You're looking at that right now. Dude, this is – come on. No, no, no. I'm, I'm looking at this. In the nine years since Joe Paterno was fired, they've become Michigan State. Ohio State I think, is the I, I think personally the play. first game of the year, the first game of the year set the tone for this whole season. Yeah. If they oh, win that game, which they should have. I, I'm not going to sit here and say Penn State would be 5-1. I'm just saying there's no, no way this team's 0-5 right now. Yeah, maybe, maybe they're 3-2, maybe they're 2-3, but they're not 0-5. You know what I mean? No, they're I definitely not 0-5. I think they're 4-1. To be honest with you. Uh, three and th- right, we I'll, welcome I'll, I'll in. Say three and two. All right, we welcome in the host of Hard Hits here on the Black Talk Radio. Hard the hits. Of, hard hits network. Hi, he is Derek Felix. Hi. I decided to listen to that game, and it was so entertaining. <laughs> I, I never thought it was going to end, but it was so funny. So I do apologize. But George, <laughs> right? I, Trust me, I, I, I know. And you see, look at that—you created a monster. Um, if you had listened to like Colin and those two guys, you would have laughed. Oh, Ray and so Eric Legrand. It's—I did. That's—that's that's what I was listening to. 
Dude, Ray Lucas. Ray who? Ray Lucas. Ray loves Ray the Lucas. kicker until he misses. Ray Lucas is just out of his mind. He like after like they threw the interception and like after a terrible series, he's like he's like before Carl could even say anything, he's like this is a victory, even though they didn't lost. This is a victory for the program. I'm like, it what? Is. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you right know. now. I was just saying this to Brian. I don't, I don't know if you it. heard it. If you go All back right. a year, a year and a couple weeks, Rutgers just uh-huh. lost to Michigan. 64 nothing. Okay. I mean, let's, let, right. let, I mean, let, let's uh, be honest, right. guys. Right? Let, 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 I just feel like it's Rutgers, as early as last year, the year before, we would talk about whether they could get first downs in games against teams like Wisconsin, Penn State, yeah. or whatever. You know, yeah. it really, it, it, was that, it was that bad for Rutgers. Like, it was, oh. you know, but now. Brian, I'm going to play for Rutgers they, the same thing I play for the yeah. Giants. Ready? It's my friend Lou Holtz. Oh boy. You gotta believe. This goal was founded on faith and on belief. I told you last week how when Notre Dame burnt down, Father Soren said the mistake we made was we didn't build it big enough. Everything here at Notre Dame has been done on faith and a commitment to excellence, a commitment to each other. The luncheon yesterday, I was asked what Notre Dame meant to me. One, it means religion. Two, it means family, where people care about you, not just because you win or because things go well, but they genuinely care. The other thing it means to me is a set of standards, a commitment. 1986, people were saying Notre Dame would never win again. We had a group of guys that wanted to win but didn't know how. Then we progressed to the point where we had a group of guys that wanted to win, knew how to win. Then we progressed to the point where we have a group of guys that know how to win, but sometimes we don't always exhibit it. And that's a thing in the past. We're not going out and defending anything. We're going out to fight for it, to compete for it. Nobody gives you anything in this world. The people can give you money and give you wealth and give you fame. The one thing nobody in this world can give you, men, is respect. The self-respect you have for yourself, the way you play the game, and the way you believe, the way you do things. This is a game of respect. You are Notre Dame. You are special. But you represent Notre Dame. You represent everybody that came before you and everybody that will come after you. In Notre Dame, there's a spirit. The spirit is something that's within you. You gotta listen to that spirit. You gotta fight for it. You gotta believe it. All right. I mean, I heard a lot of interesting stuff there. Um, well, I mean, sometimes you have to learn how to lose before you can win. So, um, I guess that's what you're trying to say. That's the point. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll tell you what, it was uh, oh, it was very entertaining. George. By the yeah, way, we, we lost George. Yeah, we call him back <laughs> what, now. I was like, wait a minute. It was very entertaining. That was a very entertaining game. And when they got the two-point conversion after they got the touchdown and they were going bonkers on the radio, I was thinking there's no way they're going to lose this game. And then, like, the field goal, they missed the field goal and they were, like, <laughs> celebrating. 
but like they didn't do anything oh. all that serious. They they lost three yards. They just saw a kick that like the way the way the wind was blowing, they shouldn't have centered it. Like and they they had to settle for a forty five yard to win the game. So they had yeah, their chance. I agree with that there. Yeah. They screwed you know, up and the, on that. You know, you gain three, right? And then you lose three, yeah. and then you lose another three, which was the game. Some of those but, that second down play call. And then stuff. the next that's terrible. The second down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, was definitely one of those. Like, Rob was like, I, I think over, they were like, trying to be conservative at that point. Yeah, they were too conservative. I'll be honest their with play you. Calls, even at the end. Yeah. But, but like, uh, I mean, oh, definitely was entertaining. I was wondering what was going to happen. You know, were they going to be able to get a touchdown? Were they going to be able to get the two-point conversion? Who knows? I mean, you know, Rob and I agree that overtime, there shouldn't be any field goals and there shouldn't be any points after. It should be touchdown and two-point conversion. That would be so much better, I think. It would be great. I think it would be so much better than what they have. It's just my personal opinion. So, you could agree. Well, no, it's you and Rob's personal opinion. Well, I think I actually like the idea of. <laughs> I like the idea. I love the idea. No, but I, George, I, I, Rob look, I think it's fine just the way it is. But Rob said, okay. "No, I, I look. I think. <laughs> no, look. What? You know what? It's kind of like the NFL. Like, if you give up a touchdown, you don't get a chance." If you give up a field goal, you're, you're rewarding the defense for bending and not breaking. Well, Rutgers defense, here you go. I, I just saw this pop up. Right, Ready for this? What the, the, mm-hmm. the beat writer for the star ledger that covers Rutgers football. It should have never gotten as far as another – on another Rutgers defensive collapse. Yeah, well, they're Are you fucking shitting me? Derek. Again, the same defense last year gave up 65 points to this team. Okay. It's not their defense. That's the problem. You're going up... Chris Ash was the worst recruiter in the history of college football. They couldn't recruit anybody. And the kids they could recruit were fucking sucked. Mm-hmm. I, I can't blame a Greg Shannon-led defense that's played five games now. That's fair. They didn't create a turnover that's tonight. Fair. That was I'm their not- biggest problem. Yeah, they couldn't get any takeaways. That would have been nice. But that's not the kind of game it was. Uh, the Michigan back well, no, they had the takeaways. They had the takeaways in the first half. They, you know, they got ta- you know, I'm sure I'm sure you heard when, when Eric said it, where's the tackle for losses that you had in the first half? Well, Michigan took five weeks to figure out that McNamara was the better quarterback. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that's Harbaugh should be fired just for that. I heard that Mich- that 
the starting Michigan quarterback was supposed to be really good, but I don't know what the deal is. He stinks. There, Everybody knew he stunk. He's very bad. No, everybody knew he stunk. So he's That's just why people have been waiting for him to get. Yeah. That's all it was. He's overrated. He was terrible. Jim Harbaugh, the, co- the quarterback whisperer. Don't you love Brian when you hear that term, quarterback whisperer? He ain't had a good oh, quarterback yet. Oh, you know what? Oh, I don't. What is that? I don't understand what the fuck that is. I don't understand. <laughs> like. It's a stump term. I mean, here's a cat who legitimately had to go and sleep on a kid's bedroom floor to get a kicker in there. He can't get a goddamn quarterback. Let's face let's face facts here, ladies and gentlemen of the listening public. Jim mm-hmm. Harbaugh's legacy is built off the right arm of Andrew Luck. Just like Adam Gase's legacy is based off of the brain and right arm of Peyton Manning. There's no difference. They made a Super Bowl. You're gonna you're gonna say I that was Harbaugh's fault? That was in spite of Harbaugh. Oh come on, man. You, you you can't take that away. You could make a Super Bowl. I mean Maybe he's just maybe Trent. he's just not a good college coach. I mean could that be possible? He's not a good coach I thought he was a little. I thought he was overrated a little bit too. I started questioning some of the things when they started to go down. But like, but maybe I don't know. Some guys are just not built for certain things, and maybe he's not built for it. I don't know. He's not an old guy. Maybe. Maybe he's yeah, just not a good coach. It's possible. But I predict that he'll be the next Bears coach. Oh, come on. <laughs> hey, he's got Chicago ties, baby. Still blaming Jim everybody Harbaugh, for the quarterback over there? The return of the product of the prodigal son, Jim Harbaugh, former Bears draft pick. He could probably pass for more yards than the two guys that are playing quarterback for them now. Oh, come <laughs> on already. Stop it already. I mean, you will not do that. that to Mitch. His shit doesn't work. Let me tell you, Derek. You know why his shit didn't work in the NFL? Because he's a hard-on. He's out there with the gloves on. He's out there he coaching in cleats. Come the fuck on. These guys in the NFL laugh at him. Why do you think he didn't go back yeah. to the NFL? Why do you think he went to fucking Michigan? Of all places, he went to Michigan. He went to his alma mater. And they fucking have wanted him fired since he got there. Uh, 49, See, here's the one in the NFL. <laughs> I'm Again, the but his shit got old. Uh, was there for four years. Point. I know right. that there was deception. I know, I know there right. was deception at the end. All right, we got a phone call. Uh, you're on the air with uh, What's Brewing on Saturday Night Free For All. Yeah, uh, yeah, who am I speaking to? This is What's Brewing. <laughs> yeah, your host borrowed a blow-up doll from me about two weeks ago, and I need it for Sunday if you can return it. Oh, that's good. I think your mom's got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded like Richard Christie. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that was a great uh, caller. Wait, 
waited oh, five so minutes to do that. I'm wait, number wait, one. I've wait. been here for 25 George. years. I robbed the I think here. Derek, Derek is about no, to go on with the go, but it, now, now all he's going to think about is Justin or Dan. Yeah, now he's got <laughs> I can't believe that. As soon as I heard that guy call, I was like, "This guy's a complete doob." It's like, oh, really? Hell. Yeah, when oh, someone said, "Who is this?" It's like, you know, you know what I'm gonna say next time? China. Yeah, it's just China. How about Why that? do I always mix the good stuff? All right, because I hung I up on him really quick. <laughs> You know what? I want him. I couldn't really even understand what he was saying, and I didn't really care. I just knew that he was an idiot. <laughs> I knew I knew he was like, hurt him. Like, okay. okay. Drive up the ratings. Keep calling back. Who cares? Yeah, keep calling back. See, I kind of waited on hold for five minutes to do that. <laughs> hey, man. He wanted a call in? Ah, get rid of this guy next. Give me a Diet Coke. Number one, right here. Number one, number one. Twenty-five years. Number one. What's going on, Rob? What's going on? Not much. Rob Derek is very upset that his newfound college football team has lost tonight. Yeah, uh, Derek. Derek is really just riding the coattails of the Scarlet Knights. He's ready to chop some wood. Yeah, but, look, but, but here's, here's, look, here's man, the interesting I mean, part, Rob. The here's grit. the interesting part. The grit. Rob, here's the interesting part. Where did this come from? Did this come out of the sky? I, I don't <laughs> know. Sure. Where, where, where <laughs> does Derek's interest in Rutgers come from all of a sudden? I, yeah, what is the interest? Whose buttons are you pushing with this? Because, like, I'm of not course. a Rutgers fan. Could it be a conversation Brian, that took place on Facebook last night? Brian, Brian Davis. Brian David used to have a fascination with Rutgers, and he still does, even though he hides. Is that why you're? Is that, that why you want the Scarlet Knights to be good? Of course it is. Of course, now it makes of course sense. Of course it is. See, I just want right. to know where this all comes from. Last night, no, I no, I get it. Man, I get I said, it. I all I care about is that Penn State beats Rutgers, and all of a sudden, Derek Felix is all over the Rutgers game. Derek, you gotta, you gotta change your your stick. You're very predictable at this point. Like if what I do you say, mean? Like, it was a cold game. I tune it. I guarantee if you. I find the game, be... If I find a game that's like close or a game that interests me, then I'm in. I'm in on it. How so. much you want to, Rob, tomorrow afternoon, <laughs> every four yeah. o'clock game is a nail biter. Miami mm. Denver's 31 31 3 Miami. He's all over Miami tomorrow. No. Oh, absolutely. He, oh, no. He, he's got a two jersey ready. He's you, ready. You guys are fucking insane. You are all over oh, Miami's oh. bad night. <laughs> Oh, yeah. you, are, you are a, Those you are eyes a fish are out of water, my friend. Laser. No. <laughs> I bet you, you you sing the Dolphins fight song before you go to sleep at night. Don't lie. He's, he even has a flicker hope for the Patriots. Do they even have a fight that's, song? That's a double whammy. They actually do. That's pretty sad. I will say this. To this day, the greatest football game I've ever been to was Pandemonium in Piscataway. Wait, well, you went to that to Louisville? I was there that those night. Those guys, yeah. those guys on the radio were trying to recreate that tonight. <laughs> they tried, they tried to recreate it. Call, well, hold on. They're not those guys. It's Carlin, Ray Lucas, the greatest quarterback in Rutgers history, and Eric Legrand. It's not those guys. Show Eric some respect. They want 
Carla to like they 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 want Carla to like make these just crazy calls. Dude, I'm telling you, Carlin's Carlin's call of the touchdown to bring him within two was nuts. Imagine the, if they had the won. call of the touchdown. That call of the touchdown. Oh my God, he's so great. Because he's invested. <sighs> I, give me any <laughs> broadcaster who's invested in who he's calling in, and yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like legitimately, like he is invested in that school. He's been he's been with them for a long time, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brian. Yes. You know, I heard. What do you need? I hear that the Arizona State, the Arizona State Sun Devils, they'll have a good hockey program. Yes. That's Mm -hmm. the only hockey you're going to see this year. Well, that's too bad. Oh, well. I guess I won't be seeing Alexis Lafreniere. Oh, we don't no, want him. I don't care that we got the number one pick. I hope we don't. <laughs> I'm not going to pay attention to it. Lottery. I'm not watching. I'm do- yeah, I'm doing Facebook stories about it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do any stories on it. What the hell are you talking about? I tw- oh, I'm God. making fleets about it on Twitter. <laughs> Will you shut up already? You you don't want anything to do with that lottery, Derek. Uh, It's all saved, by the way. So it is out there. It is saved. I love it. I didn't think they had a chance to win the lottery, and I thought thought the lottery was was a You have no interest in the lottery. You're not watching it, and you don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about it at all. I don't care sure. about it. I don't want to care about it. It's going to break my sure. heart. Get it. Fuck the Rangers. Okay. It's it's oh, right. we got the number one overall pick? Glock, 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 glock. Mm-hmm. Yep. I thought it was funny. It's, you Derek, got you know we overall love pick because you got HL hates the Rangers, Derek. That's why. Yeah. yeah. That was the Rangers okay, first. That's the, he was the Rangers uh, first. Like number one overall pick since they went to the whole system. So, uh, yeah, right, it's like nineteen sixty six or sixty seven. Second right, massive win in a row. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, if they don't play, they don't play. That's what it is. Well, I They're going to play. They're going to push out this well, vaccine. Everything's going to go back to normal as soon as Biden's in well, office. Did you did you see the new uh, divisions? No, no, I don't seen... care to see the new divisions. All Canada division is the first one. And That's then this is a proposal. Ridiculous. And then the East is Boston, Buff, Carolina, Devils, Islanders, Rangers, Flyers, Caps, Central, Chicago, Columbus, Detroit, Florida, Nashville, Pittsburgh, St. Louis, Tampa Bay. Wait, and then West is... Florida and the Central? <laughs> well, where else you know, Because this is the problem. The problem is that they're geographically naming divisions, and there's an out of whack division, you know, geographical alignment with the teams. So you can't. You know what? Have some anomalies. But Detroit's back at the Western this Conference. Is a, this is a not. This is a, a a concept that just falls on deaf ears with the NHL. All right, and and then the West is Anna Crime, Arizona, Colorado, Dallas, L.A., 
Minnesota, Vegas. San Jose, and Vegas. I don't oh, yeah. like it. And, you know, and let me tell chokers. you this. Yeah, yeah, the Golden <laughs> Chokers. You got to see it, Brian. All, all the Vegas like, oh, we got to play in the tough division now. I'm like, really? You added two fucking teams. Like, dude, yeah, shut the fuck but, up. But I, you know, I'll oh, tell you what. Man. Looking at these divisions, I think they should keep them. I don't. I like it. Can, oh, you I can't like do it. it for Canada. Why not? You just Canada can't do it. Canada. Let them. They, they, why not? I like it. Because <laughs> you, like they'll it. never do it. Because you're going to have a division where, like, Montreal, and, because legitimately Vancouver would have to play, what, six games a year in the Eastern time zone in division? In addition to all the other games, they'll never do it. Oh. They make it happen. I got I got a better idea. Just stop. Don't fuck with it. Keep it the way it is. Tell fucking Trudeau, hey, look, if you if you don't want us to come and keep crossing the border, put all them fucking teams in college ranks. <laughs> yeah, I'll be Seriously. Yours, really. Well, it feels like it feels that like that guy's a, a, a legitimately do it anyway. Do do what fuck they're him. doing to the fucking to the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're gonna start in Tampa. Okay. Here, have fun. Find out if you find out if these markets that you really think are going to be able to substantially hold hockey, right? Like Omaha and wherever the fuck else they're thinking. Fucking let mm-hmm. let them adopt a fucking NHL team. Put a team in Hartford. Put a team back in Hartford. No, Carolina I just I, I would, old, I would love logo to do that game. Carolina just, um, a, you know, that that's what a major pet peeve of mine, by the way. Mine too. You don't like it's the uh, one thing I don't like. You know, the a, the avalanche, the avalanche. You moved from Quebec. Stop using their logo. Stop. Yeah. You abandoned them. Stop using it. It's a nod to it, the suggestion. No, it's not. Then the devil should be no, wearing Colorado Rockies jerseys. It's a nod to leaving and and leaving. Honestly, no. The Devils should get rid of their black and red jerseys. They're just, oh, I disagree. I don't like, I like those. I do. I, I know I, you I do, but I've, I've decided you know that I like Rob, the Christmas I, ornaments better. Rob, Sorry. I, I, I legitimately Rangers, got you know, the... You know, what, you know what the Rangers should have had at their logo this year? What's what they have? Derek Felix's face. A, 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 no, a drop ping pong ball. <laughs> 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 oh, ridiculous. oh man! <laughs> this happens to be on the drop. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the one that, that would have so- that made a different sound. <laughs> oh. Oh, of oh God! Yeah, all right, all right. No, that's not what happened. I didn't want red and black jerseys, but then they should adopt a Statue of Liberty jersey just to fuck with New York. <laughs> I, I, never, I never understood the Statue of Liberty thing anyway. I actually, uh, I actually like the Statue of Liberty logo. I think it's nice. See, here's the problem that I heard I from um, Ocasio Marquez, who is the Rangers. Um, who's who's been the Rangers? Oh no, no, okay. it's, no, it's it's Caz. Oh, Casio Marks, Casio Marks. It sounded like AOC. I know. I did say that. No, no, no. I did say it. Um, the reason why the Rangers went away from the was because that's all they ever fucking 
everything they got had that logo on it, and they were like, we actually want to use the shield. Like, that's what happened with it. Gotcha. But you know what? The Rangers fucking, of these reverse retro jerseys, the Rangers one actually looks like a fucking practice jersey. Like Detroit's. Like, some of these are just bad. (laughs) But, you know, we got to... Like, everybody's, like, blowing the fucking Toronto one that looks terrible. Well, that's, you know, listen, it's all about opinion. The only, reason they, did, the only reason they released these things was to try to dredge up excitement when, they can't, when they're, like, they're trying to screw over the players so they're not getting anything done. Tell me I'm wrong. Which one? Which players are complaining about this and saying they're trying to screw them over? It's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. How is it bullshit? What's wrong? It's now? part of the you know it's what? part of the CBA that they signed. No, it's not. They're trying to try to it's... fuck them over. What are they trying to do? Yeah, I, I really want to hear this because I've actually yeah, read the CBA. Know. Oh, Derek, I'm curious because God forbid Derek's fucking opinion is not the right one. <laughs> A, a couple whiny fucking piss and moan players who signed fucking backloaded deals so that they could fucking help, um, not lose as much money this year or finding out that they're going to have to fucking pay huge escrow this year. And that's what's going on. Mm. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, so it's like a lot of pissing and moaning from a certain few players. And it's the same yeah, I mean, certain few players that piss and moan about everything. Yeah, I, I think they'll probably they have to come to decision in the season probably by the end of the month though. I, I would imagine, right? I mean, yeah, we are getting really close to their supposed must-have January first date. <laughs> I I would think so. I'll give it a play-by-play from the chat on what he starts saying about our car. Whoa, George said this, said that, Dirk said this, the bride said this. <laughs> oh, then he'll call back because he's pissed off that you're bringing in the fucking chat. Yeah, it's it's all a cycle, right, Rob? We all know how it works. Yeah, no, pretty much. He's, he's just he's nervous about Miami tomorrow. I mean, he's just, he you know, he's is. a little on edge. Yeah, he, he's he a little on edge about that. It, he's all over it, like white on rice. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> He's still in for it. He's ready. Oh, yeah. Derek was very chatty about football on Sunday night for some reason last week. Mm, the whole week he's been chatty about football. Yeah, I wonder why. I wonder why. I wonder what, I wonder why. Yeah. Yeah. somewhere. Whose team lost last yeah. week? Oh, shit. Oh, my How did they lose, too? How did they lose? <laughs> oh, how was that? Oh, yeah. Some <laughs> called the Hail Mary. Oh. I'm not talking about the prayer. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. Hail Mary for good, you know? Oh, uh, the worst I'll call part about it <laughs> You should call him and make him call I'm back I'm calling in. him weak. I'm calling him weak. That's weak sauce. You just don't believe it. Like is. That. It is. That is weak sauce. I wonder if Derek is gravitating back to Biden ever since the win. I feel like he, he has been a little bit. <laughs> 
if he's pro oh, Quebec he voted for Biden. I'm absolutely convinced he I, did. I still wonder. I still, I do. I really do. I, you know, know, I don't think he voted for Biden. I think he voted like the other morons in states that were really close. I think he voted for Joe Jorgensen. He probably voted for JFK. No, I think he voted for JFK. JFK. No. He, he voted for. He no, definitely actually. voted. He definitely voted for Joe Jorgensen. Joe Jorgensen. No, no if you sounds like a I don't know. Yeah, I know. But if you start looking at like the states that Trump lost, mm-hmm. and you start looking and see how many votes Joe Jorgensen took from him, you realize that she cost him the election. I'll, I'm going to tell you. All right, let, let me give you guys this right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll give you 500 to one odds right now. Trump wins the election. You in? Minimum, minimum $25 bet. You in? Well, okay. I'll take that just because I just read that Pennsylvania tossed out Trump's lawsuit to stop their counting. So what does that mean? That Trump that, won that basically, that was, that was the last legal legal hill that Trump wanted to climb to try to pause what's going on, the election counts. So it's pretty much over. Oh, all right. Well, that kills that uh, idea. <laughs> but if you want to bet, I'll take it. Well, see, no, here's but, the like, thing, I keep though. Hearing, like, you still hear all these no, things. No, but see, the but Brian, I hear what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying. I, I'm just... Mm-hmm. And, and I've said this, and I don't know if I said it to you. I probably did yesterday when I was yelling at you. Um, but, you know, since we're getting along and it's a sunshine day, Derek doesn't like it. He's like, oh, Brian and George are mad at each other. Um, <laughs> I honestly think that if Biden was serious about unifying the country and everything, don't say, hey, I'll help you out. I'll help you out. I'll, I want every legal vote counted too, right? Oh, you want? Do you want to hear something very interesting now? By the way, I just hung up on that asshole that called in before. Now, if he calls back mm, again, I'll, be, I'll let Rob answer it. Yeah. Oh, oh there he's he calling is. in. Oh. Or is it Derek calling in from a blocked number so we don't know it's Derek? No, he he would never do that. No. No, you're right. We'd have to know it's Derek. Your mom's box on the radio. Sorry, I found worms in my stool today. These fucking worms are eating my asshole. Eat a wad, you wad, the wad, you wad, wad. Here he is, the biggest douche of the universe. In all the galaxies, there's no bigger douche than you. The top, the pinnacle of douche dumb. Good going, douche. Your dreams have come true. I, I got a question. Yeah. I read an article that we have 200,000 new corona cases and 1,500 people are dying daily. Why aren't we completely locking down again? Um, or is because not, yeah, they're not, more not worried accurate. about the economy slipping. If they lock down again, there's going to be massive, massive riots, and there's no way to avoid that. And that's that's yeah. their fear about a total lockdown. Because because here's the thing, Biden cannot take over a terrible economy. 
He can't. No. He can't take over no. a floundering economy because then all the bullshit that he wants to get through, or I'm sorry, all the bullshit that AOC thinks she's getting through when he becomes president doesn't happen. Yeah, so they're, they're not going to be but the 200,000 cases a day will all happen yeah. Christmas. Brian, we're all going. Okay, can, can I can I go over? We all have the internet, right? Like, we're all yes. internet yeah. type people. Could you do me a favor? Mm-hmm. Could you Wikipedia Spanish influenza? Just please do it. Mm. What is it? Spanish influenza. Type in the Google machine, Spanish influenza. Mm-hmm. Go read it. Just read it. Not you. I'm just. I'm not saying just you. And I'm not saying no. It could be a dick to you. But go read that, because if you go read that, you will know that that pandemic, like this one, will last 18 months. There was four waves of it. This is what yes. happens. And you opened. They opened up too fast. Then. And it came back. And Philadelphia had a parade, and it came back. Yep. Hmm. I hate the fact that I can't drink, because I need a drink. But I can't drink because of the medicine I'm on. Fuck. That's not cool. Um, all right, let's see. There is UFC tonight. Shevchenko and Maya's over. We're just waiting the official decision here. It's so bad I can actually read Bruce Buffer's lips. (laughs) It's so funny how even Herb Dean has been doing the fight so long that while he's still in the and he knows it's going to end still. Because here's the thing in, in fights. Maya, gorgeous girl, by the way. This chick legitimately won two rounds. May have won a third. To beat a champion, you have to knock the champion out. Hmm. You either have to knock them, or it has to, you have to knock them out, or it has to be so fucking decisive that they can't you because you already start a half a round down. Yeah, you Indeed. can't tie a fight against the champion. It's just how it works. The champion's advantage is a round. You have to win four rounds. But her and her sister, did you see that video of them training the other day where they're kicking the fucking big kick pad? And yeah, it was like simultaneous. That. Fuck! Mm. <laughs> that may be one of the coolest mm. things I've ever seen. And mm-hmm. she was such a big favorite that, like, they started bringing up Rousey and um, oh, um, Joanna. Because those fights were in November, too. But this chick wasn't losing. It's so sad. Like, legitimately, Ronda's not even in, like, Ronda's, like, top five of 
UFC women's wins. Like, she's going to be an afterthought, even though she's in the Hall of Fame. Mm. Just because she didn't have as many fights. Um, hey, Brian, here, here's a funny thing. Yes. So, I actually ranked a lot of the jerseys, and then I got bored of doing it. Um, mm-hmm. The Islanders, I know what that was. That's Lou. Philly, fuck, stupid. Nashville, shitty looking. Detroit, terrible. Then I had teams that just missed the mark on the whole thing, like the fucking Devils. Like, here's a chance. Like, I get what they were doing because, you know, God forbid they don't fucking go to, like, the red and green. But, dear Christ, mm-hmm. couldn't you have done an all-black jersey? Yeah, absolutely. Like, done, the, so like done an all-black of the Marty jerseys? Like, your, your, retro, your third jersey is already a retro jersey. You could have done the Marty jersey in all-black. Because I remember when Star yeah, did it, that was pretty fucking cool. Sure, that could have worked. Yeah, I would have been on board with that. And, like, it, it's funny thing. My wife said this to me the other night, and I want to get you guys' opinion on this. We've only seen the jersey. We have yet to see the full kit, the full uniform. Agreed. Can some of these teams make up with a really cool pant? Like if the Devils wear their green pants, but they do it in like, and they flip the red and the green on those pants, could they make that cool? Because if they wear all green, motherfucker, put a twinkling light on their helmets, they're going to look like goddamn Christmas trees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if yeah, they wear a green thing. helmet on that shit, dude, fuck it going to be terrible. Mm. Oh, yeah. what, you think, what do you think of the Sabres? I didn't like that jersey when it was red and black. I definitely don't like it now. I don't like the buffalo on the bottom. The rest of it I love. Washington, I don't know why they put capitals on theirs because people hated that version of that jersey. That's why they took that off of it. Because I'm sure it's a pain in the dick to sit with. I got to tell you guys, I don't, I just, uh, I just look at these numbers, man, for COVID. I just don't see how they have a hockey season. I think they're going to start, you know, if they start shutting these states down, dude, I just don't see how they could pull this off. And I think this is why they're holding out and they're not telling people about it. I think the professional teams have waivers. 50,000 cases a day, that's a tremendous amount. But uh, and it could Brian, be two, three hundred thousand by Christmas. But here's the thing, though. Like, I really think, I think this spike has all to do with East with with Halloween. I think this this, this recent spike has all to do with Halloween and the election. So yes, maybe mail-in voting wasn't the greatest idea. But fuck it. Maybe, maybe? you should have said. Maybe we should have said. You know, hey, we pushed the Olympics back. We get it. He's only supposed to be the president for four years. We get it. But you know what? In times of crisis, push him back a year and have the election next year. How much damage could he have legitimately done in a year? Oh, don't ask them that. I mean, he's, you know, the fear in the flesh, according to them. (laughs) No, they're more worried about playing, you know, politics than actually doing anything. 
Oh. I mean, they're they're more worried about getting Jay Z back into the White House than anything else. Yeah. And like, is by like I'm sure Andy Katz is going. Oh, I wonder if Biden's going to fill out his NCAA bracket with me. Like, who? Like, this is the shit. Like, once we realize that the president isn't the end all be all in this country, we'll all wake up and go, "Oh fuck, we've been lied to." Mm. It's not the president that's the dumb fuck here. It's the other end of the block. Let's get them the fuck out. But that's never going to happen. No, it's not. Because people are wholly in, uninformed about this stuff. That's why. You know, they're, they're never going to be educated enough to learn that, you know, it's who you're voting in on, you know, your state, city, city, state levels and people that are in Congress rather than voting for president. That dictates what happens around here. But until that changes, ain't nothing going to change. Oh, here he comes. We welcome back. <laughs> He's changed his Mac pad. He is the host <laughs> of the Hard Hits Network. Are you okay right. now? Did you have a good cry? Uh, I don't really care, man. Uh, I said what I had to say, and I'm not going to change my mind. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't say it. You hung up. Soaking like a lip. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't really matter. Uh, there's not going to be any sports anymore anyway, so. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, I I think it's very possible we have a dark winter. I, I really do. I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys something uh, unrelated uh-huh. to sports. Um, have any no, of you, I will uh, not make out with you. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, can we oh, just like oh, after one after rest You've known me for ten years. Uh, You've known me for eleven years. So, um, how many of you have netbooks? I do. I do. Reluctantly, I do. So we all do, right? Mm-hmm. No, I will not you... give you my password. Good. I don't want it. Uh, have, have any of you uh, have any of you seen this Queen's Gambit show? No. No. It's great. It's yet. great. No, because I've legitimately started watching Peacock and Disney Plus more. You're and Amazon out, Prime man. because it, No, I'm really You're not because out. I watched I, I've watched you I watch. binge watched Save I binge watched Save by the Bell. I binge watched Jack Ryan. I've binge watched. Um, fuck else have I watched? All three yeah. Mighty Ducks movies are hell. You know, obviously, The Office. All three Mighty Ducks vet movies are finally available on Disney Plus. The Mighty Ducks animated cartoon series. Um, oh come on, Mandalorian. George, come on, George. Come on, George. You and Jeff would get along really well. Hey, I was a kid when that was on. It was bringing back nostalgia. Um, I understand the nostalgia. Okay. I just can't believe you're watching the cartoons. (laughs) Oh, my God. I watched the cartoon. I watched the Star Wars cartoons, too. The Lego ones. Those are the fucking cutest things ever. This is 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 a mini-series. It's the Queen's Gambit. It's about chess, Mm -hmm. but it's fucking great. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, it's about chess? I'm definitely not watching it. 
You know what? <laughs> um, it's great. It, it's the best, no, it's the best miniseries that I've seen. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I've liked on that? You know what I've really liked on Netflix is the um, when you start looking up the musical documentaries, like the Queen and Adam, oh. the Queen and Adam Lambert one's phenomenal. Um, the the one of how the Beatles changed the world was good. Um, the Rush one's really good. Hmm. I gotta look those up. Yeah, the Rush one's really good. I didn't realize how smart those guys were. Hmm. I would have never. Rocky? I don't know anything. I don't know that much about them. I was. I'm. Not, I'm not a big Rush fan, so I never really got into them. Rush. Oh, oh, oh Rush. the band. Band Rush. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, Rush Street. The, 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 the <laughs> stick that Easton used to make. Um, they did have a lot of great. No, music. like that's true. It's funny, like. Like I bought, I went out and bought like the Spirit of Radio, like the Rush Greatest Hits CD, and like there's like six songs I like on it, and then the rest of them I'm like, oh fuck you, no. <laughs> I'm like, he's got. To me, they're like fucking fish. Like outside of like the Spirit of Radio and Tom Sawyer, they're nothing different than fucking fish. Hey, you and me agree about Rush. Like I think the Rush has a great sound. I'm just not a They're fish guy. without the drugs. <laughs> okay. They're fish without ecstasy. Like it's all they are. Do you real Rob? Do you realize fish has like ten minute song or Rush has like ten minute songs? Mm, I do. do. Yeah. I mean, look for the fans that for the air fans that love them. Okay. For you, but for people like me and George, nope. No, no, I can't. Here, hold on. Let me see if I can find the Spirit of Radio. Is it on iTunes? Hey, uh, George. Yep. Have you ever seen the uh, documentary on Leonard Skinner? That's been on like Showtime and stuff. That is a great documentary. No. You need to see it. No, it's great. It is a great documentary. I I, I like Rush, but I I there are about four or five songs I'm pretty good. Like I've heard. Yeah, that, that, that's my thing. Hear. Like here, yeah, here, Brian. Let me let, let me see if I can play. They're good though. What like Rush them. songs that yeah. we all like? Um, well, we, this this is really easy because I guarantee you, if I pull up the essential Rush. All right, here you go. Tom Sawyer, Limelight, yep. Spirit of Radio, mm-hmm. Fly by Night. Yeah. Working Five by night. Yep. Free will. Yep. Mhm. Anybody else have a fresh rush song they like? Nope. That's about it. No. I don't. There you go. I just, I'm just not. I bought the damn greatest like some I of the, the greatest hit CD for no fucking reason. Oh my god, they're like fucking works of art. If they were more upbeat, they'd be Bohemian Rhapsody. But they're not. Bo- they're not upbeat. They're not upbeat. You know, I mean, Rhapsody is a song. really long song. Like, nobody realizes how long that fucking song really is because you're into it the whole fucking time. That song's like seven minutes long. When you're, when you're a Grateful Dead fan, you, no songs seem long anymore. Because some of their yeah, songs are their fucking high. Go you have to be high as shit. Even Fish. <laughs> yeah, this song's going to go 20 minutes. I don't need seven minutes. Come on. 
What is that? The rookies. <laughs> it's like Pink Floyd is probably one of the greatest bands of all time, but and I really yeah. like them, but at the same time, I could sit down and, and you could start playing Pink Floyd songs, and it's really hard to tell what the song is. It all sound the same. Yeah. Every yeah, one of the They have, like, yeah, distinct, like, beginnings to songs and ends to songs, and, like, every song sounds the same, but it's great. It, it's, it, no, it's awesome. It's musically it awesome. But I love it. I can't, I can't mm-hmm. tell you what one song is from the next. Look, here's where I'm going to bring in my contemporary radio, my contemporary music thing to this. It's like listening to Cracked Review by Hootie and the Blowfish. Outside mm-hmm. of like Hannah Jane, what song doesn't sound like? <laughs> Fucking! <laughs> 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 I'm telling you, when I'm, I'm watching Ted, right? Like I'm watching Ted one. Yeah. Smoked a bowl before I went to see that movie because I figured there's no way you can't watch this movie fucking high as a kite. Mm-hmm. I go in there and when he sings, when he starts going, they all sound like this in the '90s. I'm like, holy shit, he's right. Every goddamn Moody and the Blowfish song sounded the same, except yep. for Hannah Jane. Listen, I'm telling you, the only, the only distinctful, <laughs> the only distinctful lyrics I can make out is that the dolphins make him cry. That's and that's, yeah. and that's what's gonna and, and that's what's gonna happen to Derek tomorrow. What? Derek's gonna cry about the dolphins. Enough. God, God <laughs> Dude, I went to see Hootie and the Blowfish two years ago, right? When they like got back together and they played the garden. <laughs> and no bullshit. I was like, holy shit, these songs sound the same. <laughs> mm. But he didn't even need to take a break. Until he got to his country shit. <laughs> or he's just so fucked up and he's just playing the same song over and over and he don't realize it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I can hear my wife laughing her ass off from another room. <laughs> Love it. And all I get, it, it, it got a text. But you love Hootie and the Blowfish. I'm not saying I don't. I do love Hootie and the Blowfish. Just, fuck, it's all the same goddamn song. Mm-hmm. At least, like, Britney Spears had, like, different sounds on her shit. <laughs> All right. Hey, we, we got a call from. We got a call. You want to answer this one? I'll have biggest douche ready for it in case. Okay. No, I don't think this. I think this is legit area code. So let's bring in two. You're in. Welcome to the show. What's welcome to what's brewing? Hey man, I heard him talking about Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. What you got to say? Dude, Hootie and the Blowfish is gay as your fucking show. Here he is, the biggest douche of the universe. In all the galaxies, there's no bigger douche than you. You've reached the top, the pinnacle of douche dumb. Good going, douche. Your dreams have come true. 
my favorite part of that whole phone call just now is uh, I think it's a legit call. Well, because it's area code 202, which is Washington, D.C. Well, I knew oh, that wasn't a legit call. I mean, I could have I told. knew. I knew without looking at the board. It, it was more once before it than 202. So it could have been a legit call. After the phone call that we got, what, we got, you got about 45 minutes ago? I just I oh, feel like... called back, Derek. <laughs> yeah. But thanks. Hey, thanks for driving up the advertising dollars. We love it. <laughs> I may actually get to place a fucking bet this month from my blog talk month. <laughs> uh oh, that'll get that perks up Derek right there. That, there you go. Talk about bets. Here comes Madison piling in with her top five fucking payout that never fucking wins. <laughs> www.sadisonparlays.com. The Sadison Parlay. <laughs> Featuring Death Toast, Derek Felix. <laughs> Why would I host that? What? Oh, you were all don't. Oh, you were all over proud. that. He would host it. Proudly, oh my god, proudly. dude, Rob, oh, were you on? Rob, did you call in the night where she did it? And I text, and I just texted everybody. I'm like, oh great, I got a ten minute nap coming. No, no, I wasn't on that night. Thankfully. <laughs> oh my god, I was. I think I was part of that. Where has where has she where has she been lately? By the way. She's in Atlantic City because God forbid. She's in Atlantic she City, to... Tropicana. You know, I, I've I been kids nowadays. She belongs to the streets. <laughs> Whoa. You belong to the city. Concrete <laughs> under your feet. Living in a river of darkness. I mean, come on. You know, it's just like Springsteen, like. Anybody that can listen to Spring, like I went to a Springsteen concert once. It was the worst three hours of my life because it was hard to listen to somebody who's constipated for three hours. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he does sound like he's constipated. I'm in love with the Jersey girl. <laughs> <laughs> Like I thought it was really cool when he like did the tribute to Giant Stadium where he's knocking a dong. He's like, "Bring out a Rick and Bow." <laughs> the best part of those shows was when he would introduce the big man with his book. Yeah. The king of late night TV, Max Weinberg. <laughs> it was Fireman's a kid in Jersey City. Hmm. Did not know that. Okay. Yeah, I'm shocked. I wonder how he got on that force. <laughs> I think you should give my kid a job where he doesn't have to do anything. Make him the cook or something. Jump from cages on Halloween. Night. <laughs> I prefer this concert. I prefer this concert. And now the players will pick it up and bring it back. Oh, what a hit by Campbell! Holy mackerel! Campbell stepped into his check in the blue line. Now they're all chasing after Campbell. Brian Campbell leveled. That's that. That's take you, Chris Carlin. There's your energy. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't make fun of Chris Carlin, man. I will. 
I thought I had the Derek's fucking a big video. fan of that former. Derek's new hero is that former gambler on the fan. That's his, that's his new hero, Carton. He's really just oh my the God. gambling thing. I hate him. <laughs> no, you love him. Don't even, don't even go there. You love him. No, he's just terrible. <laughs> you need to pay attention to every moment he has. Yeah, Derek. <laughs> you know what you are? You know in the Howard Stern movie? When they when they ask Don't do well, it. The, Don't the do average it. Howard right, the average Howard Stern listener listens for two hour and a half. Why? They want to hear what he's gonna say next. Okay. Well what about the people that hate him? Funny you ask that. They listen for two and a half hours. Why? Same reason. They want to hear what he's going to say next. Aren't you? I don't. You listen to him. I don't. No, I don't really listen to that show. But then don't listen to it. It's terrible. You fire off more tweets about that show than the fucking Funhouse does. Oh. Unfortunately, we have a radio that's on that station, so sometimes can I do hear them it talking, and it's usually changed. pretty bad. So, That's how much radios control. have knobs for a reason. It's not for teenage I boys control, to figure out I how to play with nipples. Control. I don't have a control over the radio, so they can't. Ah, oh, okay, okay. Okay. I just want you to know that. I think the best part is that Derek talked over the teenage boys radio knob fucking line. Thanks, Derek. Ruining my good shit. Oh. <laughs> Derek Felix. Making me waste all the good material. You wasted a good surprise on you, Sonny. Derek? Benedict Felix. I am a Benedict. What do you want from me? (laughs) Oh, finally, an admission. Finally, it has come to light. I am a Benedict. (laughs) Hmm. And where's Tenorio to hear this moment? Absolutely. <laughs> yep. So not going to Vegas this weekend for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Called it off. We were supposed to go Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Just not probably the best time because if the quarantine, if they decide to, you know, because I, you know, if I come back to California and they decide I have to. You know, quarantine for 14 days. Who knows what they're going to do? I don't trust them. Not going, not going home to Jersey for Christmas. Not going to Florida for Christmas. It's going to be a, a long winter. Well, that's exactly the way they want it. So. Congratulations. So long December. Well, there's well, reason when, to when you, believe. When your hand blinds to Joe Biden like yours did, that's just what happens. This is the consequences. You're not Look, everybody knows that everybody knows that it was a fix. Yeah, but they're never <laughs> the gonna be able to The only person that doesn't it. know it's a fix is fucking CNN. No. Nope. That's for goddamn sure. I mean, Trump is still... It, it, like I was saying before, Brian, things. even if they could prove it, you, I don't even know if I want to prove it at this point. I do. 
Either way, even if Trump cheated, I want it proved. I don't. I don't want that. It would be I nice to actually that. know what the truth is, but uh, they don't want the truth to be revealed. So, oh, uh, yeah. the truth. Peel. So they're going to peel that Pennsylvania thing, which isn't going to make a darn difference. Yeah, at some point, just fucking certify the election. Call it a day. Heck, he, he, he's. This is exactly what everybody was afraid of four years ago. You know, look, I, I like him. I'm, I'm happy he was president for four years. We needed it as a country. Now we need to go back to fucking normal. Well, oh, whatever so the fuck that is. With, with a, yeah, with a smile on her face, and at least people will see. Hey. Hey, I didn't say I want it that way. I'm just saying that that's what was going to happen. It, it's just like so when the Tea Party took over the Republicans. It, it's going to lead to uh, the Democrats going to lose everything in two years anyway. And no, they won't. They will. Yes, they will. I don't. There's enough dirts out there. What did I just say that out loud? I am. Don't make me find a flight to California because I will. Good, good. It's about time. Yeah, you would come out here during the worst pandemic portion. You, you would. Why not? <laughs> and I would have be out of New York. Yeah, you'd stop be stuck with you here for two weeks. Go crazy. <laughs> what would you do? I mean, would, would you would you would you lock yourself in a closet or lock me in the closet? I think, yeah. I, I, think Jed, I think Jed would lock you in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that Brian, Brian would be calling me up and saying, "Can I sleep on your couch?" Yeah, can I play the jack? Brian would just be like Derek's lighting candles in the closet. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm shipping Derek over the border of Mexico. That's it. <laughs> he, he would drop him off the closet, asking about the latest parlay. I'll be like Derek. <laughs> Derek, you stay here. Can we go to Vegas? We'll I got to go to parlay. You, you know I'll, I'll bring Derek to the board. So listen, I'll be right back. I'll tell you what I think of the Jets. Oh, okay. Great, great. <laughs> He's going to tell you what he thinks of the Dolphins this time. I, got a I don't have any love for anything in Miami, so relax. I got a weird I'm, I'm gonna, feeling my, my eyes are going to be glued on that Dolphins game tomorrow, so I will give you play-by-play, Derek. Well, actually, Don't worry. In truth, in truth, Rob, I want, to, I want to watch them tomorrow. I want to see what they're all about right now. So, I, Who are they, but, who's Miami got tomorrow? Denver. Denver. Oh. And Denver's getting Drew Lock back. Denver's getting Drew Lock back tomorrow? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Where's that game at? Denver. In Denver. They're losing that game. I mean, they have won, you know, they have won, what, six of the last seven? Who, Miami or Denver? Miami. Oh, Miami, yeah. They're five, they've won five straight. Denver's yep. lost three of yeah, their last four. They were 0-2. Start the season. And they've done a great job. I mean, I, I have to commend them. I mean, 
didn't see this coming this fast. I mean, I, I saw that they would be really, really good soon, but I didn't think it would be this quick that they would be rocking the standings like this. Yeah, but they've done really well, but I mean, they play nobody. Uh, I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, even some of the games they won, though. Like outside, I, I mean, I think their best win was a win over Arizona. But I agree. That, you know, I mean, other than that, I mean, the they Ra- played the Forty the Rams, the Jets, was, and well, the Chargers. The Rams one was a. The Rams one was, you know, they had a special teams touchdown. They yeah, had, that, was a, that was a fluky game. Sort of. Yeah, the, the yeah, Rams. Sort of. I mean, the Rams really I just, gained in that game. I mean, I, I'm really, really being honest. Like everybody keeps like the, you know, the Dolphins' defense is rated statistically very well. But I'm looking at like mm-hmm. where they had their best defensive games, and it's against teams that they should play well against. You know, like the 49ers, the Jets. You know, teams who so can't move the ball. Well, that was the problem with the Patriots' defense last year. It looked great through the first eight weeks of the season when you played a grand total of nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, we lit up the Dolphins' defense pretty much. Yeah, no. We lit up the Dolphins' defense. I mean, defense. And, uh, the Seattle lit up the Dolphins' yeah. defense. Even Arizona lit up yeah. the Dolphins' defense. Mm-hmm. So New England. Yeah. In week one. Sure. Oh, yeah, that's, well, when the, that's when the media was taking their Cam Newton signature, you know, their their victory lap for one win. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not told that the Dolphins defense is some great unit. Like, Do I think it gets there? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think if you really analyze Miami and look at it this way, they got a really good young coach who's blossoming into, you know, could be one of the better ones, right? You have, you have, you could see for the first time in many, many, many years, just like us, Rob, just like the Bills, mm-hmm. that the Dolphins are piecing a team together the correct way, right? They're, they're doing things. And oh, by the way, they have Houston's first round pick next year, which could be a yes, top five pick. Yes. Absolutely. So they and they have and they're gonna have cap room and oh by the way they play in Miami, which has always been. Th- th- this is what I'll preface this. I always said, if 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 organizations like the Yankees and Dodgers right build good farm systems along with their money, they're gonna be very dangerous to beat. And you're seeing that with the, with the Dodgers right now, right? Yeah. With Miami, yeah. if Miami built a team correctly. With their location and the low taxes and everything, oh, dude, they're gonna be they're gonna be a pain because you know the the whole lore of Miami was always there, but that was just to make money. But now, if they're building their team correctly, they're they're gonna be a very interesting team to watch. I think over the next few four, three four years, even and here's and here's the oh, craziest part, guys. Here's the craziest part. This has nothing to do with Tua. No. No. no, Tua hasn't. I mean, Tua hasn't busted on the scene like a Brady or anybody like that, or a, you know, man. You know, he has. I mean, he's playing decent, but he's not. I, know, I can't. What, sit here my favorite part tell him is the answer. Whole, my whole and I like part the kid. The Tua I really do. Is is, mm-hmm. is like he's played what three fucking games, and now he's like the front runner for fucking rookie of the year. Like, can, yeah, can no, we stop genuflecting at his altar yet? Like. Seriously. Yeah, no, I think the kid on Minnesota, the the kid that the the Bills they traded their pick for, the wide receiver, he looks really good. That Jefferson kid is playing really no, well. No, he does. He absolutely does. He does. Mm-hmm. I still think that, you know, that's going to be a trade that looks great for both. You know, yeah. Minnesota got themselves a young receiver, and the Bills got their stud number one guy, which they needed. So it was perfect. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was good for right now at this point. It's a great trade for both. No, absolutely is absolutely. Stefan Diggs is everything is advertised, you know, and then some. And no, he's know? more than what. I, oh, he's oh, more than what I thought. Absolutely, for sure. He, he's I'm the shocked. best player on the team. Uh, like he's changed that whole offense. Yeah. Then without question, if, if we can get a running game, we're set. No, and a competent tight end, and I mean even and just a tight end. Yeah. One minute. If, if, we, if we had gotten Drake Olson, you know, but yeah, you know, yeah, we do need a tight end. It's pretty, it's pretty yeah. important. It, and, and the thing is, like, I was rewatching that game. Knox is getting open. Just, Allen just doesn't trust him. You know, and, and he, yeah, and he doesn't have a reason. Well, maybe for him. good he reason. The guy just drops a ball. Yeah, yeah he I mean, drops everything. And what is like is, is the running game? Let me ask you this, Rob: Is the running game the offensive line, or is it our running backs, or both? I think it's the offensive it's line. Right. We haven't played with our starting offensive line all season. That is true, but you know, I mean, Moss, even, even this past know, week, what's his face? Morse didn't play on Sunday. He got this Adam. No, out did you hear Sunday. why? They said no. Yeah, uh, coaches. Did, did you hear what McDermott said? It's a coach. He didn't say that's an injury decision. That was interesting to me. Nah, it's a coach's decision. Yeah, because he, he's like, oh, our, our line worked well the week before, but I think they're trying to protect I think they him because he's had so many con- yeah. concussions. But... Yeah, and they, listen, and they had a, they have a week off. and you know, yeah. w- w- What do we always talk about, Rob? The Bills aren't playing for September anymore. They're mm-hmm. actually playing for later. But there, there are some positive things. Like over, over the last um, four weeks, we lead the NFL in getting tur- turnovers. We have the seventh-rated – um, red zone defense. So, you know, on some areas we are improving there. Yeah. There's still you know? the defense is showing little flickers of little flickers here. There's still but they they still the get the part the, the thing that bothers me the most when you get late in the season is if you can't stop the run and you really can't run the ball, I just don't know how consistent the Bills are gonna be late in the season. That's my concern. Mm. Is that you know, until now, listen, we're going to get some guys back. We're going to get some offensive line help. Maybe they change that. You know, I, I bet Allen's numbers goes down a little bit because they'll try to balance it out a little bit, which is kind of what we Yeah, want. and I do, I do think once, um, <laughs> once we get Cody Ford back after the bye week, you know, and we have our starting offensive line from left, left tackle to right tackle, I think our run game mm-hmm. improves. Drastically, mm-hmm. I think it improves. I the, run defense yeah. is gonna, the run defense is going to be harder to fix, but I think they'll try to balance it out mm-hmm. more on offense and they're not coming off the field every two minutes. Yep. You know? and it'll so, be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how this coaching staff and how the team reacts after the way they lost the game Arizona. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a bye week. They're stewing. They're, like, they're probably dying to get on the field. So let's uh, see how they come out against the No, I mean, you know, all in all, the they, defense you know, is going to step up. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a bad – you know, it's a tough loss. It's it was a very but you know it's funny, like you know sometimes you get mad after a loss? I didn't even get mad after that. I, I said my wife's like, You're not mad? I said, No. I said, It's just i am just shocked. I just I just can't believe that that happened. It's like Whoa yeah. <laughs> That's just crazy. But I mean, you know, but here's the thing too, Brian. I think you know? like the yeah. thing even with the Bills is you come off mm-hmm. a loss like that, right? Yeah, yeah. you're itching yep. to play. But honestly, I think the bye week is the best thing for it now. Because yeah, now, you know, because you know, yeah. you're really, one, you're not around the building all week. You're not answering mm-hmm. questions all week. You know, That's where true. like when New England lost to Miami, you know, the miracle in Miami, mm-hmm. you know, you had yeah. to play the next week. You know, and then you hear, oh, well, this yep. game sucks. I mean, you that's know, the funniest thing about that, about that game, you know, 
that really has kind of changed the dynamic of this division all of a sudden because now if the Dolphins win tomorrow and the Patriots win tomorrow, all of a sudden the division's getting a little intriguing. You know, you got the Bills, the Dolphins, 7-3, mm-hmm. and you got the Pats, 5-5. Five and five. I mean, I'm not saying the Pats would come back, but what I'm saying is it's just, you know, if the Bills would have won that game, they're 8-2, and two, and I think you're saying to yourself, all right, even if the Dolphins win, the Bills are 8-2. and two. If they win three games to finish the season, they're a level one team, they're going to win the division. But now it's just got a little bit more interesting with that Dolphins play. Well, and here's you the know. thing, too. Like, I, I, you know, I walked out of the Patriot game, like, I, I was expecting to lose to Baltimore. Right, as a fan, I was expecting to lose. Yeah, I, I kind of was too. I kind of. I, I, I like called I that expecting... win, by the way. Derek can attest to that. Yeah, no, actually, I you did, Rob. I actually, I, I, I can't remember that. you saying that. Yeah. <laughs> I had, I had a feeling that they were going to win that game. I. I don't know. I don't know. Rob, but, why couldn't you have texted me that before I lost the fucking parlay with Baltimore? <laughs> Dick. Well, Rob, I, I gave, I gave, I gave George a little hope the other day. Today. Do you know the Patriots mm. are third in the NFL in yards per drive this season? Yeah. So we're sixth. The Bills are sixth. The Patriots are third. Okay. Like and what does that them. actually yeah. mean? All right. Here's for Brian, no, no, no. Here's what I, I'm going to tell you what it means. I, I'm going to tell you what it means. No, no I'm going to tell you what that means. It means that Gunnar yeah. Olszewski did not understand that you could take a fucking knee on kick returns for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. every fucking time they had a kickoff return, that motherfucker's trying to run it out of the end zone. And then they said to him, uh, you're going to stop that shit or you're going to be packing groceries at Walmart. Okay. Yeah, no, well, That's what all that means. What, what, what I'm trying to say is that maybe right, – listen, I know they've turned the ball over. I know they've had issues, but at least they're moving the ball. What, what I'm thinking is – is if they keep that up, maybe those turnovers will turn into points, and then maybe it'll change some of the results that they have. You know who the Patriots are? They're they're the Jacksonville Jaguars of a few years ago. Mm-hmm. They can run the ball really well. They can play defense. You know, you're not going to rely on Cam Newton or Blake Bortles to win you games. That's about right. I mean, I think the Patriots I, are going to show some flashes here and there, you know, that, and I think that's what happens Sunday night. You know, I would, Rob, I would, I would agree with that, but I, I think you will rely on Cam Newton to win you games with his legs. Yeah, I don't oh, think yeah, you're going to yeah, rely absolutely. on Cam Newton to win games with his arm. No, he's not. He's not, nah. he's not that player. No, not, not anymore. Not, not anymore. You know, where like no. even the Buffalo game, like you, you walked out of there going. Like, yeah, it was a shitty way to lose and, and everything, but you kind of walked out of that game going, all right, maybe we got something now. Maybe we're figuring out. And now – Yeah, I mean, it was a close game, I mean, which I expected anyway. You know, with with now the fact that you're getting Sony Michelle back tomorrow, now you don't have to depend on Damian Harris. Because, look, once Damian Harris comes on the field, you know they're running the ball. When Rex Burkhead comes yeah. on the field, you know they're probably throwing the ball. Um, and it's kind of hurt James White's production. But w- when you really look at what New England's doing right now, it's defense and it's co- and it's and it's well-timed turnovers. Mm-hmm. You know, J.C. Jackson has interceptions, and I think it's in five straight games. Like, yeah, and yeah. you've done it all without Gilmore. Like you haven't had Gilmore since fuck COVID. I know that is true. Yeah, you know. So 
you're getting Gillylock back. He still wants to play. Like he, you know, like I, everybody makes a big thing. Oh, he's selling his house. Did you hear what his answer was? Yeah, I wanted to move to Boston. Oh, so he's staying. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's not like the last guy who was fucking selling his house because he wanted to go play patty cake in fucking yep. Tampa. Yep. By the way, on another front, I got a dream tomorrow. I got a three-team mm-hmm. parlay I need to hit tomorrow. You ready for this? I need yeah, right, a three-team parlay. Okay. I need <laughs> Cleveland. I, I need Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Minnesota. Why do I need Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Minnesota? Because that gets the New York football giants that much closer to the tree. To win the NFC East, Philly, Washington, and Dallas will all lose, and that will bring the New York Football Giants to the promised land, and to deliver on the divine five and eleven Super Bowl championship shirt that will send there. Oh God! Let, let me ask you something though. If you're if you're the New York Giants with with how they're playing no, right Derek now. Hung up Hey, really? Of course you did. <laughs> With how the Giants are playing now, though, after this season, if you were them, would you trade Barkley? No. No? No. Mm. And, and legitimately, mm. here's why. I, right, I don't want Barkley for the reason of, one, he's got no trade value right now. Mm. You aren't getting anything from him until he proves he's healthy. Two, he's still the most dynamic player on that offense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, new coaching staff, new offensive coordinator, new line coach, <laughs> another new line <laughs> coach. Um, um, I, I think when you look at the job, I, I think when you look at it, I think Saquon would have had a tremendous year for the Giants this year. Had he been able to play, like gotten mm. him into the system, worked out the system, mm. because they really do miss him. Like I don't think they lose oh. the Bucks game if they have him. I don't think they lose the Cowboys game if they have him. They don't lose the first Eagles game. Like you really look at it, like that guy fucking Louie calls in every week and makes fun of the AFC NFC East and he's a fucking Jet fan. Like give me a fucking break. But the Giants could legitimately be, what are they now, three and five? Yeah. The three Giants could be like three and, six three and seven. Something like that. Three and seven. Three and they, seven. They could be five and right? five right now. I would say legitimately five and five. No, they should be I mean, like six and four right now. Yeah, but I'm, I'm being conservative. I'm just going to say, you know, even five and five, they're, that's a, they're controlling the division. It's almost over. Yeah. <laughs> Like, so that's the thing, like, and, and I think with Barkley and that, like, Willie Gallman's a nice player. Willie Gallman's not a every down player in the NFL. Yeah, he's, you know, he, the problem is, is like, the touches he gets are to spell Saquon. And you know, he's not catching the ball out of the backfield. He's not doing this. Now that he's an every down back, you can't put in a sub package against him. So we're, Barkley just has to be able to stay healthy. Mm. And, and and the other thing is, is they have a full complement of wide receivers, and Evan Ingram's catching the ball. Absolutely. Yeah. And that defense has come a long way. 
I, for weeks. I like I was their doing defensive this. line a lot, actually. I, yeah. I think they're going to have a very, very good defense by next year. I, I think they have – I think Blake Martinez was the steal of the free agent market. Yeah, he's been like, good. Yeah, agree. He's been, dude, he's, that, that dude's 100 tackles a year. I think he's I think he's got – he's either at 100 or he's really damn close to 100 right now. Yeah, I wish the, wish the Bills had that guy, Rob. Mm-hmm. Right? Just saying. So you got like a guy like him. Yeah. Leonard Williams looks like he wants to play football again. Yeah, Blake Martinez has 96 tackles in the season. So. Mm. And he's only 26 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so legitimately he stays healthy. He's got at least five more really good years, I would say. You know, mm. uh, uh, what's his name? Bradbury? Another great mm-hmm. fucking pickup for them. Like, when you start to look at the Giants, and, and I, I would say – as the New York sports teams, they're probably the next one that could possibly win a championship. I think Daniel Jones. Mm. Look, I, three weeks ago, I was ready to trade trade Daniel Jones. I, I really was. I was done with him. I've gotten to the point where make him a check down princess. I really don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, and also. I'm not, I'm not going to change my opinion on him yet. He's he's got to show a lot more. You know, I mean, it, the, he's played good the last two weeks, but mm-hmm. I mean, considering the teams they played, I, I need to see more from him before before I make that call. And and I tell you that the underrated signing of the year was Logan Ryan. Yeah. Logan Ryan gives that the back end. He makes the back end of that team better. Look, the Giants, just like Ruck, like I was saying about Rutgers before, you had a culture of losing. All right, that started with Macapoop. It turned over to Shermer. Joe Judge is fucking getting into fights with six foot eight, three hundred pound fucking offensive line coaches. <laughs> Like, yeah. all right, let's go. Like, And that's the thing. I think you look at the Giants and you go, all right, let's go. I think you have guys that want to go to war for him. Yeah. You know, and, you know, Graham Gano doesn't fucking miss kicks. He's missed one this year and it was you a 50-yarder. Here's the, yeah, here's the one thing I'll say, though, about any coach, right? And, Rob, you'll, you'll know where I'm going with this, okay? Mm-hmm. And this is why I even say this about Brian Flores and I say it about all these guys, right? It's one thing to get your team the respectability, like nine wins and all that. It's a whole other thing to take it from nine wins to 12 wins and be a, you, you know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. a lot, like, you know, um, like Greg Williams in Buffalo, uh, Rob, you know, uh, Mike Malarkey in Buffalo, you know, mm-hmm. nine wins, oh, it looks good. And then what happened after that, right? All I'm Nothing. saying is I just reserve judgment on Joe Judge. You get it? <laughs> you know, on. I, I like well, what I see well, to start, right? But again, I think, you know, I'm not ready to take victory last for Joe Judge at three and seven yet. You know what I mean? I got to see a little bit more. No, and, but there, there's Daniel definitely Jones, days where they can say they're doing well. You know? Yeah, I mean they beat the, the Redskins twice and they beat the Eagles. I mean I'm not gonna go bananas. Yeah. But yes, they've been in games. And, you know what I'm saying is no. 
But, but here, Brian, you know, here's the thing, though. That Tampa Bay game, yeah. under the last two regimes, and even the end of Coughlin, that team would have quit. That I'm, Eagles not, game. I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing that, with you. The like, team would have quit. Well, let this me, team George, was at least playing for him. I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I think, but again, that only gets you so far. Like, I think eventually, if Jonas falls on Gettleman, is he going to be the guy that's going to get this team over the hump with his decisions in the offseason? Is he, you know, are they going to have, is Daniel Jones really the answer for the Giants? Is he? Right now, I, I think, think right now, know, yeah. he, I think right now they don't have a choice. But I, I think ultimately, long term, I unless he can change, you know, like that going back to that Tampa game, he's gonna have to show he can make those plays if they're gonna move forward with him. It's the turnover you know, problem. He's got to clean that up. If he cleans that up, if if he has that Josh Allen light bulb moment, and Rob, you know what I'm talking about. No, I do. Right, where all all of a sudden the, the turnovers just really dissipated. Yeah. Right. And if that if that happens, then yes, then I would. You know what? You know, I, I was Jones. reading an article. You know, what did Josh Allen wonders is when the Bills eventually signed Derek Anderson, and Allen had time to learn under him. You yeah. know, even though, you know, and that really helped him out. You know, after after the Patriots game last year, week four. Since then, I mean, he's been absolutely amazing. But yep. you know, I, I think to get Daniel Jones that veteran quarterback that he could learn from, I think right. go a long, long way. Yeah, yeah, like, no, 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 no. He needs a like. I, I think w- would be perfect for Daniel Jones. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Yeah. Like here's yeah. the thing. Yeah, you know, and Jones just changed offensive coordinators. That that takes time. You know, you did you didn't have yeah. your typical training camp. You didn't have your typical preseason. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of moving parts with that. So, and you lost Saquon Barkley right away, which hurt too. So, but yeah, no, yeah, I mean, Barkley only played five quarters too. I'm just what I'm trying to say is I'm not oh slim dunk Daniel Jones is the guy, but I'm also not dismissing him either. I'm just not sure yet on Daniel Jones. Yeah, I, I think he needs to, he needs to have that outstanding moment like even Josh Allen's rookie year, like after he came back from the broken forearm, like he he was better towards the end of the year, and then he had that five touchdown game against Miami where you're like, all right, this could be the guy, you know. Yes. Yeah, he's I, he's gonna need to have a game like that at some point. To really I think, it's against still, I think this Philly game was. It could be. Let's see mm. how he finishes. You know, I mean, I agree. There's, you know, maybe maybe that Eagles Thursday night loss was the best thing to happen to Daniel Jones. Yeah, like you know, I, the, maybe the, the way... maybe tackling himself on the 13 yard line was the best thing to happen to himself. Sure, why not? Yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> You know, and look, and, and we make fun of it, and thank God they scored a touchdown on to finish that drive, or else he'd never hear the end of it. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, the only the only game they were not competitive with San Francisco. Otherwise, they've been in every game. Yeah, like you, you look at like I was just I literally mm-hmm. was just looking at their season because like you know it it becomes like oh whatever, but like when you start looking at it, like you know um, a ten point loss to the Steelers. Really? They were in that yeah. game. That was a 23-16 game. Or that was a 19-16 yeah, game, and then Pittsburgh got a garbage yep. touchdown. They should have beat Chicago. They were right. The Niners game, they were terrible in. They should have beat the Rams. They should have yeah. beat the Cowboys. 
They should have beat the Eagles. They should have beat Tampa Bay. I mean, you know, that's a two points, one point, three point, eight point, four point, ten point, and, and literally it was a garbage t- time touchdown with Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're in every game, so that tells me they got good coaching. You know, their coach is getting to them. And, like you know, I they're, said, they're like, like I said about Rutgers before, and like I've played every fucking show and talked about every show. When Lou Holtz first got to Notre Dame, he had kids that wanted to win that didn't know how. And then we got to the point where he had kids that wanted to win and did win. That's what mm. you need. You need to – it's a culture thing. It's, it's just like Buffalo needed a new culture. Miami needed a new culture. Yeah. New England's had the culture mm-hmm. for 20 years. Even New England. Yep. Go, take, go back to 1993. New England had a shitty culture. And what did they oh, do? they did. Yeah. Yep. They hired fucking they Parcells. Mm-hmm. Parcells changed the culture there. They got Pete Carroll. Yep. They realized Pete Carroll wasn't working. They got rid of Pete Carroll. And here comes Belichick. You know, the Jets yep. are a shit okay. culture. The Cincinnati Bengals yeah, are. are a shit culture. They're a shit culture mm. that doesn't even have an indoor practice facility. So explain to me how you're ever going to get guys to sign there as free agents going, I'm going to practice outside in fucking Cincinnati in fucking November and December. Fuck you. Yeah, because that's the one thing. The Bills have a world-class facility. I mean, their their owner said, I, maybe I can't sell Buffalo completely, but at least I could sell these these facilities and say, you guys have the best, you know, I really, I really, get. really wish the Bills had traded for Dunlap. Yes. I'm a little disappointed in Brandon Bean at the deadline this year. I, I'm a little disappointed. I, you I, know, I think, I think that's no. an issue with the salary cap, though. I, I think yeah. for you know they're waiting on the salary cap to go down, and then they're going to have mm-hmm. like some decisions to make. Like Murphy's gone after the season, absolutely. So we'll oh, have money to God. sign players. But oh yeah, yeah like, don't, don't. you know. And here's the thing: I think you also have to remember, Brian. This is the problem next year. You have teams next year. The New Orleans Saints are a hundred million dollars over next year's salary cap, which is going to be 170 million. It's going down 30 million dollars. So their mm-hmm. window um, is damn near shut. Like, and, and here's the thing. And so even if next year in 2021, if we get fans in the seats, they're not going to take the, the salary cap from 170 to 210 like it would have been this year. Sure. Like it's going to go up to 190 because all these teams are going to go, wait a second. Because <laughs> I, I still don't mm-hmm. think next year you're going to have full capacity in stadiums in the NFL. Not not initially. Because, I, think, I think by mid-season next year, by mid-season yeah. next year, we'll have full capacity. Because if you, if you really think about it, eighteen months from when the virus hit here would be well, September Trump, October. Trump, uh, Trump created the virus, right? According to MSNBC, or on our way on. I'm being very sarcastic. You know, I just can't help myself. Obviously, no, I know, but it's like. <laughs> But, like, I, I really think, like, even with the NHL and the 60-game plan, they just, like, I think the NBA is foolish for trying to play 70. I, I just, it doesn't make sense to me. Play 60, do whatever you're going to do, do the first half of the season in hybrid bubbles or whatever the fuck you're going to do, and keep it moving. Like, there are teams that won't survive, the Devils being one of them, a fucking year-long Nothing. Yeah, Buffalo could fall into there. Florida could fall into there. 
Arizona yeah. could fall into there. Anaheim could fall into there. Yeah. You know, so that's why I that's why I still question whether we're going to have a hockey season. I think I, I think the owners are tight are tightening the screws. They're like, listen, if we if you know players, if you don't meet our demands, we're just going to shut you down. We don't care at this point. Well, see, I, I, look, I, I think the players don't want to be locked in a bubble. I think they want to look if they're looking at the NFL, which moves a lot more people than hockey does, right? Yeah, they're looking at all mm-hmm. these sports, baseball. They're looking at all these other sports that moved a lot more people than they did. You know, look, I look at it this year. I, I don't believe in conferences. I don't believe in divisions this year. I say you just play conferences. East of the Mississippi, yeah. West of the Mississippi. You know, Agreed. don't do divisions this year. Just do fucking conferences. All right, here's our conference. Here's our 16-team conference. Here's our 15-team conference. And just play it. And then if you get to the point where you could start having fans in buildings or, you know, hey, this is really working. We can do this. Okay. Here's your divisions. And just keep the divisions the way they are. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you have thirty. You have sixty-two. You have sixty-two games, mm-hmm. right? You have thirty other teams. Yep. You know, besides you, you play everybody twice. Maybe you play the Western Conference uh, once. Uh, you play you know, three games in the, in your conference. Because, well, I know the NHL has to work on you know shared arenas. I mean, they have to work on that kind of thing. But there's not a, there's not a lot of concerts going on at the Staples Center anymore. So it's not like they, no they're competing with. Yeah, so okay. it's okay. You have the King. And is the Great you know, Western Forum still standing? Yes. Oh, it's actually been rebuilt. Are you kidding? The Clippers are moving there. So why can't Eventually. they just sit there and play between both of those arenas? I, I mean, right by the airport. Look, if you, if, if you were thinking about the airport, too. And if you were really thinking about this, and think about this smart, if you wanted to do hybrid bubbles, Mm-hmm. You could send teams to Boston. You could send teams to Detroit. You could send teams yep. to Pittsburgh. You know, look at where you have college college arenas. I mean, you put a bubble in New York. You got three. You got four fucking arenas. Because guess what? The one in New Jersey is still operating. I think Buffalo is a pretty decent place too because it's a small city. It's not a lot going on. You know what I mean? They they could probably no. But I'm saying like too. you could put like if you were to put teams here, right? Like if you were to send mm-hmm. teams to New York and New Jersey. You got yes. three professional sheets of ice. That's if true. you were going to send teams to Boston, you got um, one professional sheet, but how? But you got Harvard, MIT, BC, BU's got two rinks. You got Matthews. Sure. You got like eight fucking rinks in in Massachusetts that you could use for practices, Practice. for games, and forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. True. Like, if you're not going to play in front of fans anyway, who gives a shit? I mean, I, I, I don't I don't understand. Let me ask you this, though, guys. I mean, how does the WWE have... figure out how to do this and all the rest of these leagues don't? But why, the way, can't the WWE... why can't you just get 2,000 fans in the stands every night? Why, why can't you do it? Because here's the question. Because you have teams that have 10,000 season ticket holders. What are you going to tell them? It's oh, this is group system. A, this is group B, this is group C, this is no, group D, this is group B. Like you, you, okay, you have 10,000 season ticket holders. 
You let 2,000 in, you divide it by five, and they divide the games out. It's a lottery system. It's just that simple. That's what I just said. You do, all right, this is a Group A game, this is a Group B game. But here's the thing. Oh. How many of those season ticket holders actually want to sit there? How many of those season ticket holders have a fucking job? Well, it's like, well, you know, my friend Frank My friend Frank has been a Rangers season ticket holder for many years, and I asked him, I said, would you go opening night with your father, like he always does, for Rangers? He said, no, I I wouldn't. You, you know what I mean? Like he's not ready for that yet. And yeah, I I understand the apprehension. Like I'll, I'll give you an example. Like one of my coworkers got Corona that I work with in Irvine, right? So I was supposed mm-hmm. to go down to the office Tuesday. He calls me Monday night. He said, "Dude, don't go to the office. I just tested positive for Corona." I went out with two of my buddies the week you know the week before, and they both got Corona, and I tested positive after that. So I have to go to the office this week, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, that guy was just in there had corona. Even I'm apprehensive, right? Yeah. But they're doing the, they're doing the deep cleaning on the office. The CDC guidelines are going to be met, and blah 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 blah. So you know, it, it, there's still I still have apprehension. I'm going to work. I mean, I'm wearing gloves at the shield. I'm not playing games down there. I don't want to get coronavirus, right? So yeah, you know what I mean. But I still so imagine more sitting in an arena. Yeah, you because know, really what. What makes Corona the most dangerous, guys, is inside when you're next to somebody in enclosed spaces. That's what makes mm-hmm. that's, the, that's where you really could get it. If you're outside, the odds of us getting mm-hmm. it is very slim, very slim. But the fear factor you got to realize is so prevalent, right? Even going back to the Bills uh, Tennessee game when nobody knew what the hell was going on, when the game was going to be scheduled, who who mm-hmm. was around, who wasn't, and then you had players like Tredavious White arguably a top five corner in the league who decided, fuck mm-hmm. it, I'm not going to play in this game. Just put me on the injury list for this week. Yeah. You know? Well, he almost opted out for the whole season. season. You remember, he almost opted out for the whole season, you remember? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Like like uh, Latulier did, which is a big yeah, loss, that team, by the way. Mm-hmm. But that, you know, that, but that's, you know, I mean, I mean, and then the vaccine, okay, that's coming out. If they get twenty million a month, that's still going to take, you know, f- four months later, we still only have eighty million people in this country who have the vaccine, and that's theoretically mm-hmm. everybody takes it who have twenty million people, right? And that's if there's no repercussions to the vaccine, where people start getting sick, you know, well, they have to start from scratch again. Unfortunately, there's going to be some one-offs. That's going to happen. There's side effects to every vaccine. Aren't there? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I mean, I could take oh, a uh, you could take a flu shot and have a have a side effect, right? Oh yeah, no, I, I almost died the last time I got a flu shot. I ended up in the hospital really? with my blood pressure was like two ten over one fifty. What? Yeah, my blood pressure exploded after I got the flu shot. Mm-hmm. Wow, I was apparently I was apparently allergic to uh, one of the one of the ingredients in the vaccine. I think it was like egg yolk or something, but I, I don't know. But wow, yeah, you go to allergist yeah. and see what you're allergic to. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, my wife did that. It's right. crazy. They 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 find everything I'm allergic to. It's nuts. Like here's the thing. Like I want to know, and and this is the thing that you haven't seen with teams yet. What are teams doing for season ticket holders this year? 
Like, you know, like I am a part, I am a half season ticket holder of the Vegas Golden Knights. Like, what the fuck is going on with, like, they want your money for next year, back in, you know, last year. But, like, what happens going forward with, hey, if you don't play games with fans in the stands, can I take that money and send it over to next year? Like, and that's, and yeah, that's, that's the answer. Nobody. And that's the thing. Like, like even when, like we made fun of the baseball teams, like the Yankees with what they were fucking doing in the Mets, you know, we're going to give you money back for these games not played. Okay, great. But like, if you're a, then this goes into like, well, how the fuck do you tell a ticket holder? You can't go to a game that you've already paid for. So, and say like, Oh, well, cause it'll, it'll be just like, the years the Giants have gone to the Super Bowl and they have the fucking lottery for season ticket holders to get Super Bowl tickets. You know the fucking guy in section 340, row fucking 49, in the middle of the fucking row isn't winning that goddamn lottery. Mm-hmm. The guy in the 50-yard line seats is winning it, you know? So, you know, like, do you then run the risk if you're not Vegas because Vegas doesn't, isn't going to have the problem because like they've already sold out of their reverse retro jerseys. Um, but like take the New Jersey Devils, for instance, you already have a fucking small season ticket holder base, full season, fucking parcel plans, fuck them. Right. But if you only have 4,000 season ticket holders, yeah, fuck you can have 2000 people in the fucking building every night. Half those people don't go anyway, but, and then are you going to fully staff an arena? You know, like, these are the questions that you have to look at. Like, I heard there was talk that they were trying to figure out if they could get people into MetLife, they could get people into Rutgers to watch games, but then the Big Ten shut that shit down. But if you can get people into MetLife, are you opening up the whole entire stadium? Are you open up the lower bowl? Dallas has not opened up the the, uh, the upper bowl yet. Hmm. So... Like, what? how do you tell the person who's been a season ticket holder for 50 years, oh, you can't go to this game. But the guy who fucking has seats on the 50-yard line, hey, you can come to any fucking game you want. Your tickets are 500 bucks a game. It, it, it legitimately turns into you're creating a class system. And, you know, I use New Jersey as the as – the, um, oh, what the fuck? Where, where am I looking for, Rob? I use them as the example. Example or baseline mm-hmm. example. I'm using them as the example because legitimately you already have a fucking very finicky fan base. You already dick on the fucking season ticket holders as it is. Now you're going to redick them over by saying, oh, you can only show up if you're X, Y, and Z. Fuck you. Mm. It, it, this is where. That's why, Brian, that whole lottery system doesn't fucking work. Tell season ticket. I, I would love to see, like, what the Cowboys did with season ticket holders this year because they've had fans in every fucking game. Like, are they doing it where season ticket holders have priority access to tickets that they have to buy for a game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. Yeah. How does this work? No, before you go. That's health and safety. Um, New Jersey like, 12 I, news No before you go <laughs> Yeah 
but, New but, Jersey but traffic you see together? No, before you go. <laughs> yeah. But you, but you see what I'm saying, or do you get what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah, I do. So if you're a season ticket holder for the Cowboys, mm-hmm. right, and you paid X amount for your season for your season tickets, right? So now they have limited tickets on sale for every home game. So are mm-hmm. you saying, oh, if I can go, like, now I can pick what other fucking games I want. Right? Like, so I can pick, oh, I want to go to the Giant game. I want to go to this game. I want to go to this game. Okay. So those tickets that I'm buying coming off of what I've already paid you for this year legitimately be a deposit. And then next year I'll just have to pay you X of what I owe you from this year. Hmm. That motherfucker has way too much time on his hands tonight. Who? The fucking one 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 caller. Oh boy. Oh, oh, he's back again. Yeah, I just hung up on him. But but in all seriousness, though, like what I like is it doesn't say. What it is on the Cowboys Because you're not a season ticket holder So you're not privy to all the information Yep Fully Jerry Jones here He bragged about he's leading the league in attendance right now Fuck him <laughs> Well that, Okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, But he's also no, got the I most remember... colossal fucking stadium in the league yeah, well, these they're they're allowing fans in there. I mean, yeah. But now some Bills fans are saying the game. I guess the tickets for the Arizona game like three hundred fifty bucks a piece for that game on Sunday. Mm. It's very expensive. It's not cheap. Well, because they're they're gonna get like I, I've even seen that with like that um, Miami. Miami's tickets are expensive too. The Tampa Bay Crazy. Green Bay game was fucking ridiculous prices just through. Just look at a team that, like I said, like look at Dallas. Like, if you wanted to buy single game tickets to the Cowboys right now for Thanksgiving, you could buy tickets for eighty nine dollars. Oh, he does have the whole fucking stadium open. You could sit in the four hundreds for eighty nine bucks. Where's that? Oh, for Dallas. Yeah. Section yep, that's C. Right that's. Yeah, I sat or you could there, sit but close I sat the, to the lower field. part of that section. Or you could sit well, the, in the, the, yeah, you know down the by the field for 500 hours. <laughs> you know what the it's not a bad stadium anymore? No, because that, that? the scoreboard is so massive that it just it, it doesn't really matter. Like it's And the sight lines are great. Anyway, you yeah. know, it, it's so even when we were sitting high, it wasn't – now, I was in the lower part of the upper deck, so I was pretty – you know, I wasn't too high up. Uh, but still, it was good. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, this is. We don't want to spend an hour, dude. It it cost a hundred dollars to park the car. Did it really? And that isn't the most expensive place to park the car. We, Are you shitting we me? We bought a reserve. We bought, dude. We it was the Thanksgiving. You remember it was the Thanksgiving game, right? So we bought. Yeah. Um, my uncle Bill. Um, oh, who owns it? Rand, Randy White 
owns a bar restaurant across the street from the stadium, right? Okay. So we and my uncle's always been a big Randy White fan. So yeah, you know, he's a Cowboy mm-hmm. fan his whole life. I said, well, why don't we do it? I said, why don't we get a seat? You get a one seat. You get your spot for hundred bucks. It's reserved. So they're gonna park a lot for like a restaurant, right? We got yeah. with, with the hundred bucks though. We got a Thanksgiving buffet dinner. It was pretty good. You know, I had turkey for, and stuffing for, and all like that. But Rob, for a hundred bucks. But, yeah, and then we got two. Car two uh, we got two. No, hundred bucks a car, and then we got two drink tickets. Two drink tickets eat, and then we got the buffet. I wonder how much kept like it actually is the park. So we walked. Oh no! Listen to this. So so you know we're done with our. It was, it was freezing out, man. It was, dude. Let me tell you. It was. We ate outside. It was. It was like fifty degrees, and you know how flat Dallas is, right? There's nothing black yeah. in the wind, right? It's just. I mean, it's like it feels like it's raining. I said, man, I'm freezing. I said, we're, we so we go walk in the stadium, and then we go right. There's you know there's a Walmart like right by the stadium. It's we. It's the weirdest thing, right? There's like a Walmart yeah. sitting there. So and then you you keep walking in, and. My uncle says, hey, you know, how much is it to park the car here in front of the stadium? He goes, in the Texas draw, he goes, $250. At the stadium? And from the stadium, it's 250 bucks. A lot of people park about a mile away, and they take buses down to uh, save the money. Mm-hmm. That's insanity. $250 to park the car. Is that just I said, like that is... I don't know. No, I don't think so. I mean, I know that was a Thanksgiving game, but I mean, it was. It was I, I gotta look I, this listen, up. I, not no, that I don't. listen. My my uncle and I, we we decided, you know, listen, we didn't care. You know, we're here for Thanksgiving. We're never gonna, you know, it's yeah. a once in a lifetime thing for me and him because the Bills playing Dallas on Thanksgiving, that's never gonna happen again. So, you know, we figured we're gonna yeah. do it and. Yeah, dude, it was it was uh but I mean the whole experience was just awesome. Like I loved every minute of it. But but still oh, man, two hundred and fifty dollars to park the car. In the stadium? What? Right outside. Yeah. Mhm. I thought your life mm. was expensive. That's ridiculous. Uh at and T start stadium parking passes, let's see. That's insanity. That really is. If that that's that's craziness. Now I don't I don't maybe it was just that day. I don't know. But it was insane. We couldn't Muckle said two hundred and fifty bucks? And he was yep. <laughs> I was like, Are you serious? So all right. So <laughs> maybe it was that day. I don't know. All right, or maybe was. that's like reserve. So Yeah. This is Seek Geek who's like the official Cowboys. <laughs> Parking provider and it's fifty five. Oh really? Yeah. Where though? Parking lot eleven. There's, there's a lot of parking from there. It goes pretty far down the road. So oh no, know. yeah, but like it's like specialty but, parking but, from ninety six. Reserve parking. It's like what the fuck? Yeah. But we're but I'm glad we did that parking lot thing because you know coming out of that stadium, you got how many people in that stadium? Ninety? Yeah, Ninety something thousand that game. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're coming out of there, and 
Oh, Rob, dude, you had to see how many Bills fans are there. You would have been just blown away. You would have been oh, absolutely no, I blown away. Oh, was I believe it. I, I mean, we we, we had fans? we had more people we had more people at the Steelers game last year in Pittsburgh than the Steelers had fans. The the two Bills fans that sat next to us, I talked mm. to them. They were from Guadalajara, Mexico, and it was their <laughs> first professional football game in the United States. Mm. These two guys were so nice. They were so cool, and I was like telling them about you know. But they, I said, how'd you like to come to like the Bills? I said, what, what, where in the world did you come for, for this game? Why right? are there like, so many Bills fans in Mexico? No, I, I, I don't noticed. know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that seems to be like, I actually like it's funny. Like, there's a big Mexican population in Passaic, New Jersey. A yeah. large percentage yeah. of Mexicans that I know from Passaic are Bills fans. I don't. I, I don't get it. I don't understand. <laughs> Maybe it's the colors. I don't know. Maybe it's the colors. All right, I, I don't, don't know. Here. Yeah. Oh, it re- but it was event it was... rates. Like this is ridiculous. Like you can't even like find like yeah. a parking price. Oh, let's see. Maybe it's here. Mm-hmm. So if you were going yeah, to yeah, take a... that that guy that guy we asked by the way was really close to Steve, so maybe that was a very special place to park. That or was been. it was it like so... a Cowboys lot or was it Oh, it's a Cowboys lot. It's right in front of the stadium. Literally in front of the stadium. Yeah. Wow. I mean we didn't we didn't walk that far from that restaurant. It wasn't that bad of a walk. You know, All right, so parking minutes. so if you're going to a tour, parking is free. Yeah. Mm. You know what? I'll text the girl who's a ca- who's a cheerleader, and I'll ask her if I'm, she knows. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this though that the Dallas fans in Dallas are actually really nice. Like I was. Really See, it's just like it's it's just like fans of any team that's not mm-hmm. like you know like I I really think like the out of market fans are the biggest a holes going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I had some really nice combos with some Dallas fans just talking about old Super Bowls and the Bills, and they were just talking about old Cowboy teams. They were just, they were great. They were, really they were so polite, so nice. It was like, I was like, wow. You know, it wasn't like I, I would agree with that, George, or... but like, I don't know. Jets fans kind of make me not agree with that at the same time. Our Jets fans are cunts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we could all. George, you know, you know why I like the Jets? Because that's the one thing you and I can agree on when it comes to football. <laughs> oh my God, they're all cunts. You know, like I, it's so funny. Like I make fun of my father-in-law all the time, and I'm like, yeah, how is it to watch a Super Bowl with Leave It to Beaver as the fucking post-game TV show? You know, <laughs> you know what other fans? You know what other fans just annoy me? Steelers. Oh, Steelers. Steelers. Yeah, Steelers? I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. They're just, their fans suck too. I don't know. They're their fans annoying, are fans, yeah. Their fans are fans. But again, oh, I, I think that's like, I think it's just because they're Yinzers. I I just think like it's the Yinzer way. Like I think, yeah, I think it's just the, the fact that they're Yinzers. You know what really annoys me? The Tom Brady Patriot fan. Uh, I can imagine that. Like, those cats annoy the shit out of me. Like, bro, you weren't here when we sucked. You're gonna not going to be here when we suck. 
Just shut the fuck unfortunately, up. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, you do, you do get some fans like that in every fan base. Yeah, but, you know, you know that, that comes in sports in general, you know, like, whether it be the Yankees, you know, Golden State Warriors, <laughs> you're, you're going to have things like that. Like, you know, it happened with yeah. the 49ers in Joe Montana. It was, it was bound to happen. Like the Chicago, you know? Bulls. Chicago Bulls are a perfect example of that, by the way. Yeah. You know, or the Indianapolis Colts with Peyton Manning. Yeah, yeah. it's true. You know? Yep. Hey, remember, Absolutely. they booed fucking the piss out of Andrew Luck. Mm. I got to well, tell you, you know, though, I, I understand this, that, though. I mean, Luck, Luck waited a long time, and, you know, I, if I was a Colts fan, I probably would have done the same shit, especially seeing how they're playing yeah. right now. I'll tell you what, though, this conference, though, the AFC, man. I just I look at the future of this conference, and you you look at you look at of course the Chiefs, right? You look at and I I'm I, telling you I, people if if you're sleeping on the Raiders, then you better wake up because the Raiders I'm telling you the Raiders are really starting to build a really good team, and Mayock Mayock just gets it, and they're 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 closer than people think. And mm, still a really good coach, you know. And you have you have Indianapolis. Philip Rivers aside, that team is very good, and they're getting better and better. And they got tons of cap space. They're going to be a pain. You have you have uh, Miami and the Bills, and you know New England's still going to be lurking. You still got, I mean, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Indianapolis. Indianapolis, <laughs> Indianapolis needs a quarterback. It's going to be a gauntlet. Yeah, it's going to be... They can win Rivers this year. There's no reason they can't. They can't. Yeah, like, yeah. No, Phil Rivers has to understand he's playing for the blue team when he's at home and the white team when he's on the road. He throws a lot of fucking think... interceptions in the defensive meetings. Uh, I, I think he's done an okay job. Oh. I think they're paying Manning the way, the way their defense is playing this year. You know, and I think they have the best defense in the league by far. I want no part of I want to see how they play tomorrow. Who do they play tomorrow? It's Green Bay. Mm, yeah, that that'll be a good litmus test for him. I would agree because the Colts have played. Nobody look at them. Mm. Like, are you shocked? They that beat, at uh, this they point, lost to Jacksonville. They lost to Jacksonville. Golly. Yeah, week one. Um. Like, are you shocked at this point that Green Bay is still an underdog going into that game tomorrow? A little, a little no, bit. no, because of the way they got waxed by Minnesota. I'm just pulling that up. I want to see what that line is. Green Bay is still a point and a half underdog. Well, I mean, you know, me, I mean, you got to figure they to me, the Jaguars by four, you know. Yeah. So that could be part of it too. So a recency bias thing. Yeah, some lot around that. Yeah. I will say this though I do like FanDuel Because it's the only one You can do teasers on 
Mm. Hey, Brian, would you take this as a as a super boost? Bengals plus eight and, eight and a half. Steelers minus three and a half. Chiefs minus three, minus one and a half. I don't like the Chiefs one. It's too. It's too. Now listen, I think they can win, but I'm a little shocked that spread seven and a half. By the way, which one? Like, what's going on there? Do the Raiders have a lot of injuries right now? Their whole defense. The Raiders have been COVID all week. Yeah. Yeah, the whole oh, defense is on the COVID. Right. Oh, that's why that spread seven and a half. Okay, all right. I was going to say it doesn't make sense. By the way, I'm All starting right. you want to pick games? fantasy football. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm start old. Oh. Yeah, I'm start, I'm start old man rivers of football. Since we got a half an hour left. <laughs> yeah, I got to go. And, and I have fantasy. We, we can run to some games. All right. Yeah. Um, Atlanta, New Orleans. Stains given three and a half. I like the Falcons a lot. I, I, I like Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I think Atlanta's got some mojo going on. You know, I I think you know they if they win this game, they're they're in the playoff race. Just Taysom Hill thing fucking worries me. Mm. That's all I'm saying with that game. Yeah, this whole Taysom these are good. Um, chocolate peanut butter pie Oreos. I suggest them. What? Mm-hmm. Never heard of them. Oh my God, they're phenomenal! If my oh, wife doesn't take them away from me, I may eat the whole fucking bag. <laughs> Dude, we went we went to Costco Thursday night. Three hundred eighty dollars later. I mean, I'm loaded up to like Jesus. Oh, hey, you know what? In this area, you, you got to be ready. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, um, yeah, Rob, what's up? What's up? Falcon Saints. Oh, Falcons. I'm taking the Falcons. Yeah, me too. Outright. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm on that one, too. Money lines, plus 160 mm-hmm. on that one. It's a good bet. Mm-hmm. Oh, you uh, should get Cincinnati, on that. Yeah. Washington. Yeah, I am. Uh, Cincinnati, Washington. I, Cincinnati's getting one and a half. I have a strong opinion on this game. I really like the Redskins. Why? Because I like the way Alex Smith played last week, and they deserve a better fate. He almost scored a yard last week. I think. I think. Mm. I think oh, Alex Smith. I don't think Chase Young's playing. QB. Well, mm. is that a bad thing? <laughs> no. Mm. Uh, no. I like. I, I like. I like the Redskins. I'm gonna go with Alex Smith and the vet to win that game. Just they're gonna win. That's all I'm saying. They'll win by like four. Four or five points. Not going big, but they're going to win. All right. I like mm. I like Cincinnati in that game. Okay. I do. I think the Bengals have played um, teams close all year, except for last week. I'm going to go with the Bengals. Okay. I'm the low low. Um, low. <laughs> I love that um, segment, by the way. The, <laughs> I do love that. To me, too. <laughs> Detroit, Carolina. Detroit giving one and a half on the road. If you believe in the 
giving one, they're a three-point favorite if the game was in Detroit. Mm. Or a four-and-a-half-point favorite, actually. I want to pick Detroit, but uh, I can't. I can't. Even with the Ted, not my question is this. Well, my question is this. Is Teddy playing? If Teddy's not playing, I would buy into the Lions right now. I like I lo- I like the Lions tomorrow. I, I Again, not huge, but two-star play. I mean, nothing big, but... I think the Lions are playing game, hard this year, from what I've seen of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most of them, yeah, they win my, them mine would, I mean... Yeah, my my answer to that would be: Is Teddy going to play? Because if Teddy's playing, I'm not picking points. I think he's playing. Uh, Schefter said he that he's a game time decision. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah, both defenses are not worth much, but you know. No, and you know what? I'm I'm going to go with with the Lions on this. I'm going to take him to win. Yeah. Um, not confident in that. Page- I'm going to take him to win. Patriots, Texans. Patriots are favored by one and a half. All right. <laughs> Brian already knows I did this, but I'm going to do this again. The Texans mm-hmm. are my lock of the week to win. Um, mm-hmm. Only because the Patriots generally struggle with quarterbacks like Watson, and I could see him having a very big game tomorrow. And I'm going to take the Texans. Watson's one of the best quarterbacks of the year so far. I'm good. You know, I'm gonna disagree. Win call, yeah. I'm gonna disagree, and I'm gonna tell you why, Rob. Because Houston uh, is dead last in the NFL against the run, and New England's gonna run like crazy. And I think, unfortunately, yeah, I could. You know, Bill. I just don't like the mojo of Houston right now this year at all. It's no, right now. year for them. I all right. Um, again, again, we all know I'm not. I wouldn't too. bet personally. I would no. I, I wouldn't touch that game. No, no. I'm not betting. I would not bet that game. Mm-hmm. Not bet any of these games. Philly, <laughs> Philly, Cleveland. Cleveland's a two and a half. Cleveland easy. <sighs> Cleveland easy. They're, they're gonna run all over Philly. Yeah. Yeah. I you know I want to believe in Philly, but I just can't anymore. I'm going Cleveland. Too. I want to believe in the Browns, but I can't. I'm taking Cle- I'm taking Philly. Hmm. Yeah, because you have to I, I want to. to three. I mean, they're they're yeah. right there. I mean, I, th- I you know. think as long as Chubb and Hunt stay healthy, the Browns could could pretty much win any game that they're playing. They're a dangerous yeah. team if, if if Chubb yeah. stays healthy. But yeah. no, Miles Garrett, he's out with the COVID. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, a ten and a half point road favorite. I like the Jaguars. Too many points. Pittsburgh I like the Jaguars to cover, but I like Pittsburgh to win. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'll agree there. Pittsburgh by seven. Uh, you know, same here. Lot, typical sloppy game, 27-20, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Pittsburgh, you know what? I take Pittsburgh to cover because they'll get something late. It'll, it, they'll cover by – they'll win by 11. They'll win like 31-20 mm. or some shit like that. It'll be a bad beat too. Like, it, it'll just be something fucking stupid. Um, like a long probably. touchdown run at the end of the game or something. Probably. Yeah, something. Like, or they'll be up 31-13 with fucking, you know, it, it'll be a bad cut. It'll be a, it'll be a bad beat. 
but they'll cover. No, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh up eight, and Lincoln takes it to the house on a touchdown. You lose fully. <laughs> you know, something like that. TJ no, no, something stupid will happen. Like, fucking, it'll be up like 31 fucking 13 or something, and fucking Doug Marone will go for two or something. Okay. Fucking something stupid will happen. Um, yeah. Tennessee, Baltimore. Tennessee's six and a half point dog. This is a weird game. What What are these teams right now? Like What Tennessee, Tennessee team really... showed? Exactly. And what yeah, Baltimore, and what Baltimore team? Since since um, Taylor Luan went hurt, got hurt, and went down, Tennessee's offense has sputtered. Um, Ryan Tannehill is Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill again. Mm-hmm. Give me Baltimore in it. Give me Baltimore in a route. I'll even take the fucking over in that game. I agree. I think Baltimore wins comfortably. Yeah, I agree. Ten. Like, like 10, 13, something like that. Tennessee defense is going to struggle Lamar. Yeah. I can't. They can't lose enough for my life. And no Clowney. Clowney's now, his vagina he's hurts, so he's done for the year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Can we stop hearing about how great Javine Clowney is, too, by the way? Yeah. I think he's made, he made one fucking tackle. He, you know what? He, to me, he's the defensive version of Odell Beckham Jr. He made one fucking play in college. Just like Odell made one fucking play in the NFL, and now we all fucking genuflect at his altar. Fuck him. Um, we'll save this one. I think we talked about this one enough. Dolphins, Broncos, Dolphins, three-and-a-half-point favorites, which means if they were in Miami, it would be a touchdown or more. Mm. Denver plays close games. I think Vic Fangio is coaching for his job. Drew walks I back. Think, I like their I receiving think, core. Yes. I think this is a game where Tua is going to struggle. He's going to have some turnovers. It's going to be whether Miami's defense can stop Denver's running game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like Broncos. <laughs> and does Jerry I, Judy go off? Yeah. I think, I, I'm, thinking, I'm not going to say he goes off, but I think he makes an impact in the game. It might it might just be the Bills fan in me that wants Miami to lose, you know, but I'm gonna go Denver in this you game. No, truth of the matter is, Rob, I'm not even worried if they do. I mean if Miami wins okay, that's fine. Like I said, we have to beat Anything, them. Anything, Brian, Brian, it's, just... it's been it's been it's been twenty five years. Anything that could help. <laughs> this is true. But what I'm you saying know. is, Rob, if we beat them the last game of the season, we will win the division. That's how I oh, feel yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. No offense to yeah. them, George. I just can't see going to run it off that many It's all right, because we'll beat you the week before, and we'll, be, we'll take the division then. It's okay. Um, um, you know, George, if that happens, I'll eat my shit. Right. <laughs> you want Heinz 57 sauce that. for that? I will eat everybody. Or do you no, want sports guy Mike sauce? What was that? What did I say? I'll just send you, I'll send you some Boston baked beans to put on there. Um, <laughs> can the Chargers finally win a game? That they should win. Chargers yes. minus ten against the New York Jets. I am taking the Jets outright to win that game. No, I'm not going that crazy you, right now. You no. are nuts. <laughs> Herbert's gonna go off in this game, and I'm taking the Chargers to win easy. 
I will say this though, Anthony Linshaw may be on the line here. And this mm-hmm. you know, I could see a coaching change if, if they lose. But I think the Chargers I as far as the points go, I take the points, but the Chargers will win. I'm telling you, I think the Patriots are a five time better team than the Chargers are. I the Jets should have beat the Patriots. No, that's the Jets had a bye week. Monday night. Monday night, the whole nine yards. The Jets win that game outright. Wow. That, Joe, I'm tell, watch. I'm Cowboys. Anthony Lynn gets fired if they lose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Anthony Mark Lynn's getting fired anyway. Yeah, but especially if they lose that, they'll, they'll, they'll get rid of after the game. Look, the Chargers fucking find ways to lose games. They've invented them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sam Ficken late with a fucking piss missile to win it. <laughs> Cowboys by 13.4 points a game, George. Come on. Who the Jets? I don't know. Yes. I'm telling you, the Jets, you know, the Jets have played better. The Jets have been better the last three weeks. They finally got their full complement of wide receivers. Hey, look, Flacco doesn't throw up a fucking punt. They beat the Patriots. Flacco had a fucking great out route that he fucking just missed. Telling you, New England's better than than the Chargers. Yeah, I would agree there. All right, Dallas, Minnesota. I think we already know who we're opening. Can the Cowboys keep it within seven? Yes. <laughs> no. No, they're going to yes. get blown out. No. Not no, with the I red rifle. This game. I think they're coming. You think they In keep... fact. In fact. In fact. Oh, man. Wolf. All right. And I'm going to go on a whim that Dallas on a bye week comes out and plays their best game of the season and wins to torture the Dallas fan base in Minnesota with an outright win. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so. I think I think Minnesota covers that easy. Because that'll go down to six and a half by far game. If that that, that goes down to six and a half, you take that. If if that hits six and a half tomorrow, I would bet the six Mm -hmm. and a half. That would be finished Dallas, though, wouldn't it? Wouldn't wouldn't that be finished? Yeah, it would be. Yeah, the red rifle fucking looks like the red rifle of like (laughs) the Cincinnati Goodyears. Yeah, it could happen. Eagles lose. They're talking about win the division. Oh yeah, trust me. I'm telling you, Dallas finds a way to win the game tomorrow. Watch. I'm telling you. 27-24. Mark it. January 3rd at Giants Stadium. That game's for the division between the Giants and Cowboys. All right. No, no, let, that's going to be, this. Let me ask, that's gonna let be me the 8 o'clock game on fucking – it's going to have Alan Chris no. on the game with Michelle. And oh, the yeah. No. It's going to be the 8 o'clock no. game over Buffalo-Miami, which is going to decide the AFC. Yeah, of no, course. No, well, because New England's going to win the division the week before. Oh, George, come on, man. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Jeez, George, George gets one win against Baltimore, and he's back on his horse again. Oh, what is I'm this? back on the horse. I'm back in. The fucking IV's back. Just no, I, we beat the Jets, and I was back. Just when he thought I was out. They pulled me. Yeah, they, they pulled me back, back in. in. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have a monsoon every game just so they could run the ball all the time. Yeah. Hey, you know what You know, what's, you know what? this Patriots team reminds me of? The 2002 team. The, the 2002 team that had that fucking five-game losing streak in the middle of the year that fucking just got healthy at the end of the year and fucking Brett Favre yeah. played the first two drives 
against the Jets and fucking what the, the Packers laid down. Yeah. Fuck them. Speaking of the Green Bay Packers, my new my newest favorite quarterback in the NFL, uh, the guest of Aaron Rodgers Tuesday on the Pat McAfee show, Green Bay against oh, Indy. He, I love him. I got to tell you that he he's changed my perception of him too. Really oh my has. god, I like it. Yeah, like I've always great. felt bad I, for him because of how bad like everything mm-hmm. around him is, but goddamn, I like mm-hmm. him. Um, Green Bay plus one and a half. Give me that. Give me the. Mo- one oh plus one oh eight on the money line. I got I, as soon as I saw that last week. I said, "There's no way they this line stays this way." It has all week. I'm shocked. I have Green Bay a plus two and a half. I I like I like Green Bay, but I'm not I'm not gung ho on the game. Like to me, it's just hard to gauge. Like right. I I would if you know, bet light, don't go crazy on it. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I like Indy in this game. I think they shut down Aaron Rodgers. I think Indy runs the ball very well against Green Bay's defense. And I think Indy wins outright. Ooh. Ooh. Well, Rob's the lone wolf. (laughs) Um, Kansas City, Vegas. We've already talked about that. Vegas' defense is shot. If Vegas was healthy, I, I think the line's probably three and a half towards them. Kansas City's just Kansas City's out for revenge after an idiot bus driver fucking talked a bunch of shit to John Gruden and John Gruden was like, Fuck it, do laps around the fucking parking lot. Andy Reid off a bye. Andy Reid off a bye. He had time to he's had time to sit at Waffle House and get a new fucking menu. And a new new Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Mm. I think and this then, is the start uh, of the season where Patrick Mahomes realizes that nobody is respecting him, and he just blows up the rest of the year. So I'm going Kansas City. I would agree. Yeah. And then the mon- and then the Monday nighter in the pirate in the new sombrero, the Los Angeles Rams take on the Tampa Bay Q Gronkiers. Bucks minus four. Tom Terrific has not looked. I do too. And here's why. Tom Terrific has not looked good in primetime games this year. He's been in a bunch of them. Hasn't fucking looked great in them. Aaron Donald can get up the middle. But he has Avery Shipley's big, beautiful fucking dome in front of him. I don't like the I think the Rams Rams run circles. I I like the Rams in this one big. I think they're going to run circles around Tampa's defense. I agree with you 100%. I like the Rams quite a bit in this game. I can't believe they're getting four. I love it as a gift. That's a great I just don't like fucking way. Jared Goff. He's, um, He's adequate. <clears throat> I just think they're a better team. Flat out. Over, over under in that game, 48 and a half. Rams over 26, 20. Well, that's right on the number, so, yeah. No, it doesn't matter. If the Rams win, it could be fucking 21-20. Under. It doesn't matter. I, I, I'm going, you know what? I'm all in. I'm going Rams big, 42-20. to 20. Wow. I'm, I'm yeah, I like the Rams big. in this game. I like the Rams in this oh, game a lot. Okay, so then going off of Rob's over-under of 
dumb shit Bruce Arians talks about Tom Brady four things in the post-game press conference. <laughs> I oh, think Tampa, Tampa's a better 10-win team, but I think they're going to lose this game. I, I, think I look at it this way with Tampa. Anybody who was like, I think Sean McVay watched that game against New Orleans and figured out how to beat them. I, I, I think Bruce Arians and fucking Brian Leftwich are the two worst offensive fucking minds in the NFL. Like, I, I just think Byron Leftwich is an idiot. I think Arians is a fucking stooge. Yeah, he's what? a bad coach. Like, he's a bad coach. I, I'm staring at he's a picture okay. of Tom Brady on my wall right now, and I go, what the fuck were you thinking? You could have went anywhere, and you went there. You could have went anywhere, and you went there. Why? He wanted, he wanted more freedom. Yeah. <laughs> he could have went anywhere and gotten freedom. Mm. Fucking Jerry Jones would have been like, Dak who? <laughs> and if you're like, I can understand why, like, Indianapolis went the one year route with Phil Rivers. I get it. Not really. I mean, I be, I think it'd be pretty hard to bring Tom Brady into the Colts and be like, hey, here's your new quarterback. And be like, fuck him. <laughs> that would have that would have been funny. That would have been, been the greatest fucking. That would have been the great. And sign him on April on April first. It would have been the greatest April Fool's joke ever. But mm. if you're Ryan Pace, to see this is where like the greatness of how shitty the ownership is in in Chicago and Detroit is because they don't know shit. Yeah. But yeah. The first, if I heard. Hey, wait, Tom Brady wanted to play here. Brian, like, fell asleep on us, well, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but if, like, you heard that Tom Brady wanted to come here, you'd be like, what the fuck are we paying Nick Foles for? Mm, absolutely. And, there, there, we, and he we didn't want to go there. there was a, they had a shot at him. They had a shot at him. We still have Mitchell Trubisky, and he's not even playing? What the fuck are we thinking? Mm. Mm. Um, nah, they yeah, they they screwed that one up big time. Yeah, you know, it, it to me, it's it's one of those things where it's just uh, oh, look at that USC one. Who cares? <laughs> um, yeah, no, that that just that just shows how bad of a GM Ryan Pace is. It's the same thing. Absolutely. It shows how Ryan. Um, um, Ballard, I, look, I know why Chris Ballard did what he did. I, I know mm-hmm. it, it has nothing to do with with Tom. It has all to do with the fact that, you know, Frank Reich has, oh, you know, a working relationship and had a working relationship with Phil. So with the way this year was yeah. going to be, it's like, all right, cool, let's get him in. He'll throw fucking lawn darts yeah. into defensive meeting rooms. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes football sense. It, yeah, it makes football sense. But if yeah. I'm one of these other fucking teams, like if I'm Alvin mm-hmm. Robin, like Alan Robinson, and I hear that shit, I'm like, trade. I'm like fucking um, Denny Lemieux and fucking Slapshot. Trade me right freaking now. 
Absolutely. Like, what the fuck you? No, no, no. Fuck you. Get me the fuck out of here. I'm not going to kill myself catching fucking lawn balloons from these two fucking dipshits. I don't care that Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. I I really don't care. I really don't care. Like, legitimately, I'd sit in the locker room and go, I really don't care. I really don't care. Fuck him. I like Trubisky, but you need to get us a fucking running back. Because that's what that's what mm. Chicago's missing. That offense, that offense is missing a running back. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they don't. They don't. But I, I literally look at Tom and I, I see him in that fucking red jersey, and I'm going, why? Anywhere else? Any fucking? I, I wouldn't have given a fuck if he went to Jacksonville. Any fucking where else? Dipshit. This is what I actually saw early or, or when it, when he had left, I thought there was a chance Miami was going to go after him. I thought the Giants were going to go after him. Uh, see that like Daniel, too, yeah. Daniel, sit, sit the fuck down for a year. We get it. Sit yeah, down. legit. That, that would have been great. That's why I was mentioning Ryan Fitzpatrick earlier, you know. But, here's the, here's nah, the great I mean, thing. I want your opinion on this, Rob. Cam's playing so fucking... See, this is the shitty part. If Cam doesn't play good, he gets a $7 million contract in New England next year. All right, mm-hmm. and they can put pieces around him. He's playing too good now, so he's going to get like $20 million. Mm-hmm. Could you see Ryan Fitzpatrick as the quarterback of the New England Patriots next year? I, I absolutely could. I can. Well, absolutely, yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. If, if, if he had an opportunity to start, yeah. I really think I really think he is the Patriots quarterback next year. I I could see that. I could see that. Because then he would have then played for every goddamn team in the AFC East. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he could do exactly what he's doing now. And you could Mm -hmm. tell him that this is exactly what you're going to do. And the scary thing is, he was he was statistically he was on the verge of having his best year ever. And then I, I get where B flow is coming from. You know, oh mm. no, this is what we were doing. Brian, I I don't believe you. You saw mm. how bad Houston was. The original plan was to wait until the bye week and play Tua. The bye week yeah. came earlier than you wanted to. You said, oh, shit, this has the chance of going one of two ways. They put Tua in every way you went nuts. Then you put him in the bye week. You put him in after the bye mm. week. I firmly mm. believe this is a dress rehearsal. If he didn't play well. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, they were going to draft a quarterback. They were drafting a quarterback. Absolutely. And agreed, 100%. 100%. I still haven't seen if two has played well. No, I still don't know. Yeah, I still don't know if two has been good yet. I look at it and I and I ask this question: If you are the Miami Dolphins and you have Justin mm. Fields looking at you at three, or mm. Ian Book, because mm. I think Ian Book is going to fly up fucking draft classes off draft boards. Actually, I, I I think the perfect place for Ian Book is New England. Um, 
but they're not going to do it because they're going to have to draft Firemouth. Like, I hope Ian Book stays in, like, the low second round, like the high second round. Like, I think yeah, Ian Book's – I don't know. He might, and, and I kind of you know. I kind of hope he falls to, like, where New England can grab him because yeah. I would love to see New England grab Pat Fryermuth. Um, because they need a fucking tight end. But, like, you have other quarterbacks that are starting to creep onto fucking draft boards. Yeah. Um, like, I think the fucking kid from Cincinnati is fucking tremendous. I, I just don't know what year he is. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I just think, like, I think Ian Book could sit behind Ryan Fitzpatrick. And look, I think I think it, what their Cam's what thirty two. I think Cam's not knows that he's not getting a fucking seven year deal from New England. I think he knows he's getting like three yeah. years. Absolutely. You know, and or with we could just let you go. Be my draft a quarterback. Yeah, you know. with, with that definite possibility, or they're just mm. gonna because like look, if you if you get Gilmore healthy and Gilmore plays at a, a very high level, you're trading for a first round yeah. pick. It's just happening. Mm. Yeah, the guy um, from Cincinnati, by the way, is only a freshman. Hey, kid's a freshman? Evan Prater? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, he's a freshman. God damn. <laughs> Holy shit. What's the kid from yeah. UCF then? Uh, I, I don't know. Hold on. Holy shit, that kid's only a freshman. Huh? Keep Cam for three more years and draft him. But he's going to go mm. high. Uh, kid from UCF is a senior. He's going to get drafted somewhere just because of his lineage. And being Hawaiian and shit. Mm-hmm. And he's won. At a shit school. Mm. At the Florida Fall Hold on, sorry. He's a, uh, he's a sophomore, not a senior. I'm thinking they're other. Oh quarterback. my god! Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's a sophomore. Well, you, all right. Same so you deal. think like Kyle Trask is moving up draft boards? Yeah. Um, I don't. I worry about him with his mobility, though. I think that they're, it's going to have that Josh Rosen effect, where they're going to look at him and be like, "All right, we can't draft a mobile quarterback." You know, the least kind of moving yeah. to that more mobile. Quarterback and away from stationary pocket passers. Yeah. Well, Michael you know? Penix is going to Pe- – Michael Penix is moving up. I think he moves up after today. Mm. Like, I don't know I where he that. was going into today, but after today, I think he moves up. So, because, look, teams are copycats. And, it, you know, he's a lefty, and they're going to be like, ooh, we could try this out. I don't think he's that great, but mm. – um, you know, I think you're going to have so many guys move up in there that it was a two-horse race. I still think the one horse is better than the first horse that's been there the longest. Mm-hmm. I'd still take jo- I'd still take Justin Fields over fucking Trevor Lawrence. I just would. I just really? there's something about Trevor. Yeah, there's something about Trevor Lawrence that I just don't like. Mm. Like I, I just mm. think he. <laughs> Maybe he's just a cock, and and you know, it just he, he just looks like a fucking prick. <laughs> he just does. He just has that. He, he does, but he's so like he's so talented that I don't. 
I can't find fault in his game. I really can. I've watched him play. Here's the fault. Here's the fault I found in his game, and you know when I found it? The two weeks he didn't play this year. The two weeks Mm. he didn't play this year because he still put up the same amount of fucking. Yeah, well, that's Clemson. You know, that's because Travis. If if you have Lawrence and no ETN, they mm. don't win. They win, but they don't win as big. Mm. ATN gets shut down. They can't do anything. Notre mm. Dame shut down Travis ATN, and that fucking offense fucking stopped. I would love ATN on the Bills. I would love him on the Bills. No, I don't think you're going to get a shot. To, I don't think you're going to get a chance. I don't to either. See him. I, <laughs> The I two just, guys I would like I, for the Bills that we're not gonna have no shot at either him or, or uh, Kyle Pitts. But see, that's the thing with Pitts. Like <laughs> that's the thing with Fryermuth getting hurt and being done for the year now mm-hmm. may make Fryermuth available. Yeah, but I could see teams moving hell or high water to get Fryermuth because he's kind of baby Gronk. Yeah, like, he has that build. Absolutely. Like, I know New England won't draft him because, God forbid, New England drafts a fucking offensive weapon. Mm. I, I just, the more I think about it, the more I want Ian Book to be the next quarterback of the Patriots. I can see that. I can see that. It, it's legitimately, like, I, I kind of, like, I, I never even thought about it until I said his name and I go, he wouldn't be half fucking bad up there. Because he already runs a pro-style offense. Yeah. He gives you – he can throw the football. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could see it. Yeah, I definitely can. Mm. All right there, Robbie. Hey, we'll do this right, again man. soon or something. Absolutely, George. <laughs> All right, man. Later. All right, take it easy. Later.